Ace Podcast. You're listening to Untitled Nonsense, podcasting's most unprofessionally professional show. What kind of nonsense is this? It's a lot of nonsense. A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest man. Just a little girl, you wouldn't uh, ever perform, sing. You, would, you always shied away, and I always said, I loved you to sing because you have a great voice. But you wouldn't do it. And then um, I w- we went to New York, and I did a uh, play called Irene, and there was a song I wanted you to sing called You Made Me Love You. I didn't want to do it. I did. I didn't want to do it. You made me want you. And all the time you knew it. I guess you always knew it. You made me happy sometimes, always. You made me glad. But there were times, dear, I made you feel so bad. It's true. But then there was a song you picked out. I, I, I thought about it for 30 years. I stopped singing for 30. I finally decided to sing. No, when you did that. Happy days are here again. The skies above are clear again So let's sing a song of cheer again Happy days are here again All together about it now happy times happy nights happy days are here again hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to another brand new episode of untitled nonsense I uh, hope everyone had a good Christmas. Um, I'm joined once again by my friends JD. JD's here. How you doing? What's up, guys? Happy holidays. Hey, I introduced <laughs> JD first. He was not here last week. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. Yeah. Plus, it's assumed I'm just always here Yeah, now. Tycho is <laughs> always here. He's like the furniture. Tycho, how you doing? I'm, I'm good. How was Christmas? A little sad. A little sad? Yeah. I'm never going to dance again. Ever? Guilty feelings. Got no rhythm. Mm. No, no rhythm. Mm. I thought it was Guilty Feet have got no rhythm. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> you didn't even, you fucked up the lyrics to your oh, own man. fucking intro. I did. Uh, uh, you you know what? George Michaels is dead. That's what I'm trying to get at. Speaking of how good my Christmas was, I just want to say, you know that you've reached the point where you're considered like old at Christmas when you're like, yes, socks. Like, I really needed these socks. Like, <laughs> The kids were over there like, oh, how many clothes am I going to get? And I'm like, when am I going to start getting some fucking clothes here? I'm like, I need some more clothes. You, need, I, well, you know what you need to do? You need to convert to Judaism. 
You're right. Because I hear, like, they get socks for every year. I'm, I'm pumped like that. Like, I'm pumped like that. What the fuck did that mean? <laughs> I just told I got, I got pumped one, about this. I got one actual present. Like, the rest of them were gift cards and cash. And, Ain't like, nothing wrong with that. Right? My grandma's like, I didn't know what to get you. Like, no, this is fine. This pays rent. Thank you. Um, But mm. my dad got me a gift, and he got me a roulette game with shot glasses. What? Ooh. And I am so excited about this. Really? <laughs> yes. Why? Because it's awesome. Okay. My dad knows me. <laughs> you fucking lush. My my dad knows that I like game nights, and he knows that I drink during game night, so why not combine <laughs> the two? I mean, it seems like a win-win-win. Yeah, there are going to be shots of beer when I play, because I'm, I'm a fucking wimp when it comes to alcohol, but... <laughs> I finally got a new fucking phone after nice. having the same Congratulations. QA shit box fucking Android 4.0 piece of shit <laughs> plastic right. backs. Last Christmas was I mine where I got my new phone and it's a smartphone. Before this phone, I still had like the slider texter phone. It wasn't a smartphone. Oh, really? Yeah, this was like, so this is still kind of new to me to have a smartphone and it's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> It's a shitty LG with, like, no space in it, but I don't care. It's my smartphone. Well, see, that's the thing. My my old phone, like, if I wanted to download apps, I had to delete other apps. That's what like, I have to do. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have to do that wow. still. I can barely like, – I have to clear my cache daily. Like, you want to order some Taco Bell? Yeah, hang on. Let me delete an app so I can download the app. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm going to be eating Papa John's for a while. Let me just get rid of that one. I can't drop NPR, though. I can't drop NPR. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what I do, it's the most valuable 17 megs on this phone I have. <laughs> so yeah, Lee, that that's the first story Tycho fucked up on. Anyway, uh, yeah. uh, George Michael's died. It was his last Christmas. So and when he did not wake us up before he went. When um, oh, God. <laughs> that was good. That was way better than I guess. You could say way. that this Christmas he gave his heart to someone special. <laughs> I don't know. Was he a donor? <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess you could say it was broken by the time he gave it away. So, Wait, uh, so did, did they come out with a what he died from yet? Uh, I don't believe it's come out. Because no. when we found out the news, my grandma goes, what did he die from? AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> my mom did the same thing. She was like, well, wasn't he gay? Did he have AIDS? And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I find it interesting that, that he died before Elton John did. Right? Well, Elton yeah. John doesn't have AIDS. Well, uh, well, yeah, no, of course not. But, but he's you know, gay. They, they, I thought they, did I the thought whole, they all had it. <laughs> <laughs> like, the second that you come out, you get, like, the card, the AIDS card. <laughs> yeah, here you I go. I tried to tell my mom that that was, like, it was fake. It was propaganda from the 80s from, like, Christian right news back then. I'm like, it really wasn't much higher than the general population. That it, was fake news back in the 80s. Yeah, like, I'm like, it, it didn't. Like, we have studies that show that it's the same, whether you're gay or not, it's the same numbers. Right. It just started Actually, a lot. Actually, it's a lot more in, there. there's a lot more people in the straight population that have HIV than in the gay population. But what about percentage-wise? Because there's a lot more straight people than there are gay people. Obviously, yeah. But I'm, uh. Yeah, per capita, I think, I think actually, yeah, it's still out, it's more prevalent in straight people. I believe so because of because of drugs. Yeah, that's oh, actually okay. the biggest way it's transmitted now is it's uh -huh. through dirty needles. It's not yep. through sex. Sweet. So I can have sex with all the people I want and not but worry if, about it. <laughs> and the, the, the reason being, it's actually 
pretty difficult to transmit it through sex. It's easier for the woman to get it because it's the fluid exchange, obviously. Right, exactly. But you, you, you're not. You, but most of the time, you're not going to get it the first time. You, you if you get a condom, if there's a condom, it's your chances of transmitting it are almost zero. And we're not. Then this is not saying go fuck somebody with HIV. We're yeah. not. No, 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 no. But, no. But don't discriminate against them and fuck of them course, anyway. Of course, <laughs> we're not. Well, of course, we're not AIDS shaming or anything like that. We're not HIV shaming, yeah. but. But yeah, no, that it's actually the chances of you getting HIV from one contact with somebody with HIV are actually pretty low. Yeah. It's much higher through dirty needles or yeah. for through Well, cuz it's almost guaranteed from a dirty needle when people are sharing it. Right. Back to back to back to back and whatever. So don't use the needles I find on the beach anymore. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, they might be sterile by the time you find them there cuz you have the salt content. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, stick, <laughs> just stick them in a coconut first. There you go. Yeah. Coconut water yeah, sterilizes. Yeah. There you go. Do we have coconuts in Florida? Y- yeah. What? Yes. <laughs> I haven't seen them. Are they the right kind? Oh, of so because you haven't seen them, they don't exist. Yeah. Same with God and Santa Fucking Claus. Atheist. <laughs> <laughs> that picture looks photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's a beach in Jamaica. I don't believe your bullshit. Wait, are we allowed to draw pictures of coconuts, or is that against somebody's religion? <laughs> uh, I actually, um, it's it's funny because coconut water can be used in place of blood. Yeah. In emergencies, it can be used as a. <laughs> well, today basically, I if you don't have access to a saline solution. For a uh, IV, yeah, you can use coconut water temporarily. Yeah, in place of uh, for for blood transfusions. Um, when did we become the fucking it's... educational network? Well, on? here's the th- there's a there's a point Since to all this. I came and came on board. There, there's a there's a point to all this. I am a vampire, of course, right? Yes. I. Th- it's actually like when I go out in the sun, I, I'll go get a thing of coconut water, and I feel much better. It's okay. like vegan vampire. It's like blood. I don't know. <laughs> vegan vampire. I, <laughs> Calm down over there, Edward Cullen. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I knew somebody was going to make a fucking pile. Oh, no. Let me call Jacob. He'll handle you. <laughs> so, so that sparkly picture wasn't Snapchat filter. <laughs> Listen, okay. There was a tube of stripper dust. It got all over the place. I can't help it, okay? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, um, in other celebrity news, uh, Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Uh, pull through. we got a week left. Please. If she can make it to 2017, we know she's going to survive because the internet says nobody's dying in 2017. Right, of course. Right, right. But seriously, I really, really, really hope she pulls. She, Carrie Fisher is a, is a hero of mine. Um, she is bipolar. I am, of course, bipolar. I'm bipolar one. She's bipolar one, uh, and she's very outspoken about her bipolar. She is one of few celebrities that has been very outspoken about her struggle with bipolar, even to the point where she's talked about having to get electroshock therapy because of it. Oh wow. Um. Yeah. She. Um. And it's it's been very encouraging. Her her talking about it has with her struggle is very encouraging for me i i do like when celebrities that that know they have some pull Mm -hmm. in society use that to expose their their if you can say flaws or weaknesses 
to say, hey, listen, we all go through it. You can find help. In SJW speak, it's called using your privilege. Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I'll just keep my privilege intact. <laughs> With great privilege um, comes so great I, responsibility. i got to admit, though, because uh, yep. we can divulge our, our assholery here. Um, mm. I have selfish reasons that I want Carrie Fisher. I mean, I want Carrie Fisher to pull through because she's a human being, right. and I don't wish that kind of suffering on anyone. Because you want her to be in the Star Wars? I want her in yeah. Star Wars 8. Yeah. Well, not uh, I have a selfish reason as well, because I want to start a, a new series, a, special, a series of specials called The Bipolar Express, where I interview celebrities and people bipolar. And, and Carrie Fisher being on the show. Um, see you know their their struggle with it and what they what they do to maintain and 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 you know work with it and that kind of thing and i i eventually want to do an interview with carrie fisher hopefully but um so i mean i can't do it she's dead yeah so mm. i mean that's a selfish <laughs> reason but um so the star wars eight man yeah, I suppose. <laughs> if, you ever, if you ever want to do an anxiety special, I I volunteer for that. Yeah, well that that you works know, too. Yeah, it's not really bipolar, but whatever. Do a sex addict well, special. I'm, <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> part of bipolar sex, is hyper. Is, is hyper <laughs> part of bipolar. <laughs> well, we've been there, done that. <laughs> I think the listeners are going to eventually believe this. It's fine. <laughs> It's a Richard Gere story. How many times do you have to be told Richard Gere suck a gerbil before you start believing it? Um, well, part of bipolar is hypersexuality. Part of bipolar one, at least, is, is there's a there's a hypersexuality involved with it. Hmm. So um, that is a problem that I do have. Um, and anxiety, I definitely have that as well. So I'm. I have lots. I'm anxious right now. <laughs> I know that sounds like a joke. Totally I, I've, not. I've always thought like I have something like, oh, maybe I'm bipolar. And then I see what you go through. And I'm like, I'm not bipolar. I just have like, well, symptoms. there is, and there I'm are, like, maybe I'm anxious. And I look at JD. I'm like, I'm not really anxious. What? I'm just fucked. There are lesser <laughs> degrees. There are like, I have a lesser degree of two. everything. There's bipolar <laughs> two, which is to a lesser degree. So, I mean, I would, I would suggest you get diagnosed like go to a psychologist and go can they do a blood sample like how do you well, like <laughs> i know i actually in the military uh the biggest psychological disorder that will get you kicked out of the military or not kicked out but medically discharged from the military is bipolar yeah but it's also the hardest one to get classified as bipolar mm. because it is, it's just a really it's tough hard because way. everyone goes through natural ups and downs anyway right so it's hard to tell that's Diagnosing bipolar is—is is this environmental? Are you going through natural up and downs just because of life, mm. or is it because of an actual chemical imbalance that is taking you up and down, up and down? One of the easiest ways to tell is—is is, um, <laughs> being awake for forty-eight to seventy-two hours, you know, uh, just by yourself <laughs> without any kind of external stimuli. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, because well, I like it wasn't a bipolar. Mm. Obviously, I don't. I'm not bipolar. Mm -hmm. Um. Like I went through a depression and had it was really bad and I had a lot of insomnia, so I would be awake for like seventy two hours for no mm -hmm. damn reason, sleep for four, awake for another seventy two. Like and yeah, that will happen with bipolar as well when you especially in well actually it can happen at the ups and the downs, if right. I'm not mistaken. Um it it mania has more of the insomnia where it'll just Right. But the thing was is with the mania you'll have where you'll do where you'll go for forty eight to seventy two hours. And you'll crash for like six hours and then you'll be back up for like another 
24, 48 hours. Right. So it, there's not the sleeping for four days and then the, yeah, because I know there's some bipolar that it's very it fluctuates what like weekly. Uh, rapid cycling, which I right. do. I do when I'm not on medication. I rapid cycle like a motherfucker, and I get mixed episodes. Mixed episodes are a bitch. Mm. Where you're where you're down and up at the same time. Where you have symptoms of depression and <laughs> mania at the same time. Holy shit, that would not be fun. Where you where you have the disordered thinking and you just are are completely depressed at the same time. Oh wow. It's 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 uh, it's fucking awful. It's, so, you know, I was talking about early, before the show we were talking about my life dream. Not really, but how I want to study psychology. So like right. I've actually done a lot of just reading on my own on psychology and one mm-hmm. of the things was bipolar. So like I kind of get it. I don't know all the details, obviously, right. mm-hmm. but I do understand like there's these ups and downs. There's the crossing where it's like both at the same time. You're at the top of the chart and the bottom of the chart. And it's like bipolar is fucking crazy, mm-hmm. which is one of the things that makes it so damn hard to diagnose. Wait, are you saying bipolar people are crazy? Because that's just rude. No. Oh, no, I'm fucking <laughs> crazy. Oh, I'm not saying I'm absolutely batshit insane. To be actually crazy, we're all a little crazy. Absolutely. Like, yeah. There's, yeah, all go a you, crazy. there's no such thing as Sometimes. normal. No, no. Normal is just a figment of your imagination. It is a societal construct and it is, it's it actually is. your fake self. Normal is everyone's fake self. Uh-huh. The one that we present to society, but your mm-hmm. actual true self is fucking bonkers. Yep. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's a little fucked up. It's just how you, how you deal. Yeah. Well, I even saw a study they did on people where they were like, they got people to talk about their darkest thoughts they had ever had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm impressed. They actually got people to admit to it, and they basically found out, yeah, we all randomly have these weird random thoughts where, like, people will literally – you'll sit there and they'll be like, yeah, I don't know why, but I thought about just killing three people. Was that the personal questions you were going to ask? Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> the problem is when you're bipolar, your they're thoughts, not so much random as they just happen all the fucking time. Yeah. No, but the people do – but they even said, like, you won't be thinking violent thoughts and suddenly you'll just randomly be like, what if I killed those three people violently? Why am I thinking about that? Why did that pop into my head? And, like, they found out because they were like, does everyone do this? So they started asking people and digging and, like, everyone does this. Mm -hmm. But we never admit to it because we don't want to be seen as a psychopathic killer. Right. Because we're not. We don't actually want to do it. It's just a random thought. And I think So I've, I've come to that conclusion, like, a long time ago, though, that these thoughts aren't just me. But, I mean, I've always been more of the creative type, and I want to be a writer and everything. And so I've always just accepted and almost flourished on these ideas that I could see destruction, chaos, and violence, but not be afraid that I had those thoughts. Just think, okay, how can I make that a cool story? Well, Mm -hmm. they they think it's some sort of a ancient, like, primal thing we have as, like, a defense mechanism. Hmm. Like, we might have to be violent at some point in our lives, so our brain just reminds us randomly, hey, we might want to kill those people. Evolutionary psychology is kind of a... Uh, I don't know how much I buy into it. What do you mean? It, I mean, that's... Uh, well, basically, because I don't, they haven't studied this in particular, mm-hmm. but there are different things, like our habits. Okay. Uh, habits are actually driven by the basal ganglia. Right. It's a little part in your brain, in the middle of the brain, which uh-huh. is the oldest parts of our brain. Um, Because the brain grew outwards with more advanced parts. Well, the oldest parts of our brain are the lizard brain. Well, they come back, yeah, way back at the... um, In the the stem. Yeah, the brain stem. Uh And then it expanded from there. So Mm -hmm. basically what I'm saying, the middle, I don't mean the literal middle, but like the start near the cerebral cortex and everything Mm -hmm. right there. And then as you branch out, more complex things start coming out. And the habits part is like right 
basically rubbing up against that. Mm-hmm. It's one of the earliest parts. It controls all of our habits. Right. And it's all stored there. And it's very primal. It's very mm-hmm. much like it's basically you don't think once you do something that's habit. For instance, driving to work. Right. Let's say. I mean. You can dr- – yeah. Once you once you drive to work enough times, you can, do, you can drive to work where you're like thinking about other stuff and – you like start the drive and then suddenly you're at work and yeah. you're like, what? What? The you fuck? have no How idea. That's because that part took uh-huh. over, letting the rest of your brain just think about, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the hell you wanted to think and about. You're like, did I run red lights while I was driving? I, yeah, like, yeah. Uh-huh. That all the time. I'm like, I'll put three miles down the road. Like, did I stop? <laughs> and you I did. Yeah. You actually did. But it, it, but you don't. You're you're on autopilot. Well, that they actually did a study on that. Why do people do that? And they found out like you can change road signs. Because your brain is literally filling in everything with the habit. Mm-hmm. So, like, little changes to, like, oh, that road sign's moved about 20 feet down the road. Unless you have really, really, really good um, Actually, I, situational awareness. I can, I can yeah. attest to that because I went autopilot when there was, used to be a stop sign um, back in my old place in Maryland. There used to be a stop sign in this intersection. Yeah. But they decided, hey, this isn't enough, and they put in a light. And I stopped at the green light. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Whoa, wait, no, I can go. <laughs> autopilot, autopilot is a real thing. Yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, basically, I think like there's a lot of these little primal parts of our brain mm-hmm. in there. And they've actually seen that basal ganglia actually did that to people with sleepwalkers. There's been some sleepwalker. Mm-hmm. There was one sleepwalker where the guy killed his wife. Right. Because ambient. He, yeah, ambient, for instance. Too, yeah. So it's a there's these primal things are still physically in our brain, not just the psychology, but the brain is still hardwired for primal thinking. It's just that our conscious brain, the more advanced parts, basically say no, we're fine. But sometimes <laughs> those little crazy shits in there just say we're cavemen. Let's just fucking go crazy. <laughs> Let's like, fucking kill. <laughs> so it's still there. It's not so much a we're psychology. It's not so much a psychology like, oh, we're still clinging to this old way. It's just that our brains have not physically destroyed those primal things still sitting in there. Mm -hmm. Kind of like our hunting instinct. I was reading about that in an opinion article. Mm -hmm. Not from NPR. Oh, wow. (laughs) I know. Shocker. Look at you branching out. Um, I think it was USA Today. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, And they were talking about how when you – like – People go bird watching and they listen. They like to listen to the different birds and understand which bird calls which. Right. Or even cars. People will listen to the cars, be like, "Oh, that's a Porsche. No, that's a Ferrari. Ooh, I know the engine sound there. That's a hunting thing." Oh, okay. Like, because okay. when we hunted, we would listen for sounds to know what prey we were after. What's mm-hmm. this animal mean? Oh, this animal. That sound means it's in distress. There's something over there. Let's go look it up. Things like that. We still do it naturally. It's just not hunting anymore, so it just switches to something else. Like, right. I love cars. I want to listen to Oh, I know the sound of that car. And you want to know. You want to identify these things. I wonder if, like, people who have problems with collecting, that's like a hunter-gatherer. Yeah, thing. that is. It's collecting is the same thing. Like, people love to collect post postage stamps. Comic like, books. Like, comic books. Yeah. yeah, it's it's collecting. It's hunting and finding that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, you want to find that big antelope because it's going to feed your people. Well, now we don't have to worry about that. So what does our brain do? Uh, let's collect something else. The perfect berry. Like- yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but there is. It's such a weird thing. Like, why would we want it? There is no reason for us to collect these things that we all collect. I love mugs. I like collecting mugs. What is it about it that's so satisfying to find that new mug that's like, oh, this is so cool. I'm going to put it in my collection. This is so cool. And then you feel like when you have, uh, I don't know, like with me, with comic books, it's like I I have this sense of 
like, oh, now I have the full set of this. Like, yeah, there's like this reward inside that's like, yeah, it's it's total Skinner box bullshit. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it, it, it literally it's, is. It's, it's it means absolutely nothing, but then yeah, there's, but you feel rewarded. Yeah, like it matters to you just because. And, and then you tell other people about it, and they look at you like you have three fucking heads. Yeah. And the, but they have their but thing. It. Yeah, they're hunting. They have their own else. fucking. It's like they play WoW. Like, yeah. oh, WoW is the biggest Skinner box there ever fucking was. I I've actually been told by so many people that you would love WoW. You would love WoW, and I know that I would. Uh huh. I've that's never why ever I fucking logged on it. for that exact reason. Yeah, I know I will get addicted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I play clicker games online for that fucking reason. Just different clicker games. Like, I yeah, I I beat Clicky Clicker. (laughs) (laughs) What are these games? (laughs) They're they're these little games online. Like there are fifty million different kinds of idle clicker games. Like where you start out with nothing and you click on a thing and it gives you points whatever the credits are for this game and you buy upgrades and you either get you you can either upgrade the amount that you the amount of credits that you get for each click or you can buy auto clicks where it will click the thing for you automatically and you you eventually start to upgrade both and then uh eventually the auto click outweighs the value of you actually clicking and you, yeah, you pretty know. much it gets to the point where like you clicking is only used if you run into a bonus situation. Exactly. Like if you got the golden cookie, so it amplifies your clicking by a hundred percent. So yeah, then you want to click, but otherwise you just sit there. And there are a million different kinds of these. Yeah, there's tons of. Them. I, I go to congregate. K o n g r e g a t e. I'm gonna try this out, but I don't. I'm afraid that I might get sucked in. That if if you go to congregate and you search for um upgrade games, upgrade games. Oh, are, so like, cla- or like uh, Forge of Empires on mobile games or Farmville stuff? No, not really. Or you click on your resources to no. collect and then upgrade and build. It's different. No? It's, it's, it's kind of different. Yeah, you just have to play it. It's honestly... Launch games are kind of like that for me too. They're the, I love pretty much the most mindless kind of game. They really play. are just it's... complete... I, I throw on like Ron and Fez or Opie and Anthony or just some audio... Like an uh, like a like a like an audio drama or something, and I just sit there and I fucking zone out and click, and it's like a fucking zombie just click yep. click 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 click. Yep, that's what I that's why I play solitaire. And I can't. That's it's, my solitaire. I gotta that's, stop. Do, I gotta learn to stop doing it. But it's my fucking. It's my crack. It's. <laughs> I love. I'll just sit there and listen to music and play solitaire for a while or Minesweeper. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. <laughs> just like i'm gonna listen to this song oh solitaire so should we uh should we dive into some actual nonsense how did carrie fisher lead to cookie clicker like what psychological disorders <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which we play clicker games <laughs> uh, maybe carrie fisher could get george michael's heart maybe because she did have a heart attack, so. Yeah. But to be fair, like with how much fucking blow Carrie Fisher has done, I'm surprised her heart didn't give out earlier. That's true. Like so. She has a bring, strong heart. She really does. She'll but we still through. have Keith Richards, so. 
How? Like he's he's <laughs> he's fucking pickled himself. Like after after so the nuclear apocalypse that Russia, China, Pakistan, and America is gonna cause. Roaches and Keith Richards. That's all, all that'll be scurrying around. <laughs> 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 he's made some of my friends now. <laughs> Kanye West will probably make it too, just because it'll be like fuck you, work. <laughs> He'll stay alive through hate. <laughs> He's the real Sith Lord. Actually, it's not Sith Lords anymore. It's Alt Jedi. Yeah, Yeezy Reezy Tour. The oh, Keith like, Richards and Kanye West Tour. <laughs> the Yeezy Reezy Tour playing to a bunch of fucking cockroaches. And Kanye will still find something to be pissed about because the roaches won't be appreciative enough. <laughs> Apocalypse on H two one B over there was better, and then the aliens are gonna probably be like, hold up, I'll let y'all finish, but humans had the best apocalypse of all time, of all time. <laughs> the aliens are like, who the fuck? What? How did he get Just here? Just look at Beyonce's nuclear shadow over there, <laughs> <laughs> and she's doing the whole single ladies pose, like, <laughs> and the hands still moving in yeah. the shadow. <laughs> Because it was just because of the dance, I think, and everybody knows that. Like, oh, oh, hey, hey, sorry, we already brought up Beyonce. I just want to say, uh, Beyonce is up for best rock song category at the the Grammys this year. What? Yeah, for what? Uh, fuck if I know. I don't give a shit. All I know is that Beyonce's song is nominated for best rock song of. Yeah, uh, dude from Disturbed is pissed. Is he really? Oh yeah, Draven's pissed. Draven's pissed. <laughs> I'm, but hey, admittedly, I'm a little pissed too. We get one fucking category at your goddamn Grammys. No, because there's heavy metal as well, and there is there there are okay, multiple categories for rock. But the main category, best rock song of the year, and Beyonce gets not. She's nominated for everything else. Like, let us have this, Beyonce. <laughs> oh, you forgot about the category of people with instruments that fall. <laughs> that's heavy metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> um, so, so nonsense. 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 <laughs> right. Um, let's start with a couple of uh, non homegrown nonsense straight out of Florida. Yeah, best place. Um, yeah. for nonsense. <laughs> the best place for nonsense. Yes. Uh, first, uh, Florida woman plans uh merry christmas after winning the right to keep alligator yes libertarian fuck yeah Woo! congratulations <laughs> congratulations to your new baby gator you're the real mvp of florida <laughs> so this woman out of lakeland has had this uh gator rambo for like 12 years yeah i swear this might be the most florida thing you've i i swear <laughs> yeah it's true um so she's had it for like 12 years and it's like it, it rides on a motorcycle with her and everything. She dresses it up in nice little costumes. Yeah. And she used to like bring it to like Toys for Tots events and stuff. And But I guess the laws in Florida state that if you have a full grown gator as a pet, you have to have at least two and a half acres for it to be on. Yeah. Which, I mean, I can understand that. Yeah. That's it's, animal rights. Yeah. Um, she's like in a double wide or something must yeah. be. And, um, 
So she. Why, why do the gators get two and a half acres but my dog can live in an apartment? <laughs> well, because your dog is not six feet long. And your oh. dog is gator food. If if one animal can eat the other, it gets more rights. That's how humans <laughs> have society. The further up the food chain you are, the more rights you get. Yes. Of course. We respect the strength. You know. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck you guys. Yeah, I stay in the pool. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, you fucking hey, we keep, we gotta, heart, Kami Pinko. <laughs> I, I am too. I care more about animal rights than it is human rights. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, I mean, SeaWorld sea does take care of the whales as well as you can take care of a whale in a... In a we shouldn't do it. Yeah. But at this point, they're all being bred in SeaWorld, so... You could can't they, fucking mm. release them. Well, not at this point. Yeah. Not at, at any point. These whales have been captive well, they whales. They started showing that they were, like, some shady shit with how they got them, and that it wasn't even a rescue. Like, they rescued them, and were, like, we're never letting it go. Yeah, but you said you were just going to rehab it real quick for, like, while it healed. But that's the thing, is, like, yes, that was the... Originally, it was all shitty practices to get the whales, but yeah. at this point... They've all been all the newer whales have well, been no, bred I'm in captivity. Them now, but I'm glad that they said, "All right, we won't take any more of this time." Right. <laughs> so it was like it took how much to call you out before you did that? Like, but gators, man, gators. We're okay, talking anyways, about gators. To, to be blackfish was a really fucking biased documentary. I didn't even see it. I loved it. I, look, I <laughs> you it. fucking would. I loved I it. <laughs> They really didn't okay, so anyway, gators. Um, <laughs> I have another story about a gator, but continue, please. So she, keep this going. The, the Florida Fishing Game Council um, yeah. came after her because she must – I don't know how much land she has. Not uh, enough. <laughs> but not enough. Not two and a half yeah. acres. Because the only people with two and a half acres in Florida are really fucking rich. Yeah. You don't have two and a half acres in Florida. Like, your houses are on top of each other. Yep. Do the math. We'll keep talking. Yeah. I think we have about an acre and a half. Yeah, so, like, that's not that much. My grandma had five. Oh, wow. How long ago she did also she grew, buy it, though? She also grew her own oranges, though. <laughs> she bought it in the late 90s? Yeah. But I was up in the northern in the panhandle there. Oh, where, there like, you go. That's, that's not the Florida. That's southern Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> this is fucking Yeah, no, she, yeah, no. Okay, fair enough. Fine. <laughs> uh, so she, she's allowed to keep the gator. But yes. she, they said you, you can't bring it to events with children anymore. You I think can't it, bring it to events, period. Yeah. So you can't, you can't, she can't have around children or, you know, well, she even like a licensed... Indian tribe because, you know, gators will chop them. <laughs> 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 Look at you with a fucking college football joke. I know what, what happened. Uh, who said it was about football? I mean, the rivalry still stands between basketball, basketball teams too. Stalker, duh. Stalker, duh. Stalker, whatever. It was just a sports ball. America's sport. <laughs> college sports references. Who gives a fuck either way? I don't know. I started mm -hmm. watching sports again. I didn't. Wrestling doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, re number one, wrestling doesn't count. Number two, watch professional sports. Uh, 
Okay, so, sorry, you brought this up. Yeah. It's a can of worms now. If I'm going to watch any sports, I would rather watch the college sports than I would the professional sports. Because Why? college players are actually trying. They're actually playing because they want to get They're the being taken advantage of and not getting paid for it. I agree with that. I'm not saying the practices are right. I'm just saying the players are playing better so than... So I don't want to watch that. I mean, I tried to explain that to someone, and they were like, well, they don't make that much money off the of college games. I'm like, are, are you, you fucking kidding, kidding yeah, me? That's, they do. They make a shitload. Almost as much as NFL teams. Yes. The coaches in the college are But if you're going to if you're gonna talk about, you know, uh, corrupted-type business practices, professional sports does the same thing with their fucking Yeah, but they stadiums. don't try to hide it. Well, okay, that's true. <laughs> I didn't think colleges were trying to hide it. I thought everybody knew that. No, no they were trying to hide they, it. They, they fight to not pay the fucking kids. Yeah, they're like, no, we don't have to pay them. We're giving them a free education. It's like, no. Yeah, what kind of, okay, what, okay, some idiot with a communications degree. Right. <laughs> four years you out of football. You paid them $200,000 like, over four years and that, like, in, the, in, in education. And that's enough. But not, this is not what we're talking about is business. We're talking about how they play the sport and what's more enjoyable to watch. College players are trying hard. The big leagues already get the paycheck. I will say that the college players do put in more effort in the games, I feel. Not to say that the NFL guys just aren't trying at all, but you can tell that the college players are putting in. Have you ever seen Tom Brady? Oh, my gosh. We're going to talk about Tom Brady? Oh, we're going to talk about Tom Brady. Uh, The greatest of all time. He knows how he likes his balls to feel. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The greatest of all time. (laughs) I still love Marino. You, you're welcome to your wrong opinion. You, you might, you my boy, Marino. You, 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 uh, you want to go buy a car? He deserves that, a I ring. Mean... He deserves a ring. <laughs> <laughs> Just give him one. Just give it to him. I was gonna be facetious and say Tony Romo, but everybody knows he's out. So. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is he never had a great running back behind him. He never even had like phenomenal wide receivers. He never had a great O. He never had anything great around him, and he was practically bionic by his last season with all the braces, every joint. <laughs> And he still got him to the playoffs. <laughs> Couldn't walk off the field. And it, do we really want to talk Deflategate? The no, biggest not really. farce I, in the history of the fucking NFL? Let me just say, Deflategate was the most I-don't-give-a-shit story that came out while I was uh, in my shop. That's what everybody was talking about, back and forth. And I was like, who gives a flying fuck at this point? <laughs> the, it was the, the biggest game's farce over. in the history of the fucking NFL. I That's just it. I watch esports, so I don't even... So you don't watch sports? No. Okay. I watch uh, <laughs> TSM. No one, none of you probably got that. Uh, uh, Team Solo Man. Yes. Thank you. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just jizzed a little bit. Fucking someone nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like sports. I like sports entertainment. I say yeah. that to lady friend because she's half um, Korean. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, your people are currently winning worlds. They've pretty much won. <laughs> the finals haven't even been played, but they've won because everyone's korean in the finals it's your annoying people. i think that's a little racist isn't it? <laughs> i well, actually, i don't i don't use the word your people i say your heritage is owning the world right now you say you people admit it <laughs> no i actually do i say your heritage your heritage is wrecking faces in the electronic games right now it's just insane i say your people to my wife all the time <laughs> do you really oh yeah <laughs> Your people what was the don't believe oh, in the American so, so Gator government. Chick. White man came over and took your land. Real quick, Gator Chick. All right, so she gets to keep the Gator. Right. Great story. Uh, But, like, probably a little bit more Florida, like, crazier Florida was the dude. I 
I wish I could find the story. I should have thought of this earlier. You really should have. Yeah. Dude, this dude, he, if you, you could probably Google this and find it in a heartbeat because it's one of a kind. Um, dude, like, captured a gator that attacked someone, like, tried, didn't actually bite him, but just got what, aggressive. It, ha- it happened in Florida? Yes. And he tied up the gator and held it captive for, like, three weeks and raped it repeatedly. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm dead serious. And they got him and they arrested him. I'm going to teach this gator a lesson. He I did. He actually said that. Me. He was like, I knew when I looked in her eyes that she knew what I was doing and I made her remember, blah, blah. I was like, holy shit. And they were like, the police were like, this is really messed up, but we don't really have laws for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, so we gave him like indecent treatment of an animal or something. Just that's all they had. They were like, I don't, how do you get someone for raping a gator? Like what? <laughs> oh, oh, holy fuck! Florida man caught sex with alligator. Um, yeah, <laughs> he kept tied up in his backyard. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> this happened. I'm telling. Um, fifty-nine-year-old guy called Rupert Darwin. Oh, wow. <laughs> Darwin. <laughs> the irony is great. <laughs> and he lives in Everglades City. I, w- I really wish he would have stood over her doing it, saying "Survival of the fittest." <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, horrible. That is so horrible. Darwin had a 12-foot alligator tied up and blindfolded in his back. <laughs> <laughs> it was her kink. Blindfolded. It was her kink. Like, Don't judge her. This is like 50 shades of gator right here. <laughs> <laughs> 50 shades of grayish that cream. He regularly raped the animal multiple times a day. Multiple yeah. times a day. He went to town day. on this fucking gator. He was discovered after an unnamed nature hiker walked past his place and overheard the dirty deed going on. He also heard Darwin talking dirty to the gator. Yeah. You like this, you dirty gator whore? (laughs) Wow. Yeah, you like that, you scaly bitch? You like that? (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucked. Okay, so... Is it wrong that the only thing I can think of is, like, how did it feel? Yeah, like, I've I want to know... What was that like? like? Yeah. Well, obviously, it's going to be, like, not like a uh, not like scaly... The gator vagina is not going to be scaly. Not on the inside, no. No. They're all pink on the inside. No, I don't... Is, uh, I don't know. <laughs> huh, this yeah. is something I actually don't really know. But I'm afraid to Google. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know if I want what to What does a gator vagina feel like? <laughs> <laughs> Just Google gator vagina and someone looks at your history. Okay, so you, you guys want a quote from the nature hiker? Yes. yes. It was the damnedest thing. I was performing a nature walk, but I got a little off the beaten path when I got lost because my compass stopped working after I sat on it by accident. I came across this wooden hut in the woods and was going to go in to ask them for directions when I heard someone shouting in the backyard. So it wasn't even like regular dirty talk. Like this guy was straight up like slim pickings on the bomb in Dr. Strangelove. Like, whoa! No, in, in the article, in the article I read, the dude had talked about it. It was something like the gator kind of came at him and he basically was like, nah, fuck you, bitch. And this was like vengeance. I walked over <clears> there and heard Darwin growling. Next time you try to kill a man, you best get the job done. Now you're my bitch forever. Yeah. It was vengeance. It was the damn strangest thing I've ever seen. The gator didn't even move. It was like it, it didn't give a shit that Darwin was having sex with him. <laughs> Needless to say, I hightailed it out of there. It took me another seven hours to find a road without my compass, but I'm still glad I didn't go anywhere near that guy. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, he would have been tied up in the backyard next to the gator. 
You think you're going to turn someone in? You better do it. Better do it. We have a quote from Mr. Darwin. Yes, here it is. Okay. The gator had gotten a hold of my pant leg when I was fishing in a swamp and tried to drag me into the water. I was able to escape without injury, but I wanted revenge, pure and simple. I don't have no sexual attraction to gators, but I wanted to teach this bitch a lesson. I could have just killed her, but that would have been too easy. She was getting what she deserved. I planned to chop off her tail and pull her teeth part too. I was then going to torture her by playing nigger music at her over and over again without stopping, bitch. Holy shit, yeah. this dude. I told you this was This fucked. is a real story. <laughs> yeah. yeah this... this is not fake news, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. I told you. <laughs> this this really happened. Thing. Now, the scariest thing is he did this to an animal. Yeah. Can you... I was about to say, it's a good thing he didn't live in a fucking city or society. He lived out in the fucking woods. Can you imagine what like, would he have done if to an actual a woman human? turned him down? Yeah. Yeah. This guy is insane. Disrespected him? In his mind. In his mind. Kill me. (laughs) Hey, let me get your number. Um, no. Bitch disrespected me. But teach this one a lesson. Bam. And now you've got, like, yeah. That's a, yeah, this is kind of like a good thing. He was in the middle of nowhere and only got an alligator. Fucking shit. Like, that quote made it go from funny to fucking horrifying. I told you, I tried, I... I wanted to kind of convey that this guy was actually horrifyingly creepy, but I wanted you to read the story. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I would have, I would have found this less horrifying to be like, nah, I just thought she was hot. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I was telling you, it was vengeance. This dude gator. like came after it not because he just wanted to have sex with something. He came after because like, yeah, it was like, like if he had stopped at, but I wanted revenge, pure and simple. But he, the, no, the he way was, that yeah. he went into. I wanted to chop her tail yeah. off and pull her teeth apart and play nigger music <laughs> at her. Yeah. What? I know. He just assumes she doesn't like nigger music. <laughs> what a How dick. disrespectful. I mean, it's bad enough it's invading the rock category at fucking the Grammys. Uh, uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far. Because Beyonce transcends all races and genders and nationalities, okay? Slay. Slay. Yes. 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 I'm pissed she's in the category, but it doesn't mean I hate Beyonce. I actually really like Beyonce. It's 50-50. Half of her songs, I'm like, fucking yes, it's baby. And then the other half is like, stop, I don't want to turn to the left to the left. <laughs> I don't care about Beyonce music, I'm not going to lie. Now, to be fair, I, I was just quoting the article when I said that. Holy fuck. I know, I yeah. was just quoting you when I said it. I'm not racist, I just make racist jokes. Uh, that, I'm not going to live that fucking <laughs> no, down, am I? Not. I'm really not going to live that shit down. Gosh damn. Gosh damn! Oh, sorry, Jenny. That was last week. Fuck you, Tycho. I know, I know. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. I'm not. No, you're not. Not in the fucking least. Anyway, I think we can all live a little bit, feeling a little bit better about ourselves because we're not that guy. I, I'm. I, Holy oh, shit! <laughs> that is true. Uh, no matter how much of an asshole I, I am on this, podcast, see, this is the now. point we were talking about. Where like you have those weird primal thoughts of absolute violence. This is when it becomes really crazy shit. Because this <laughs> dude was like, 
Yes, it's time. <laughs> when the outer, the outer complex portions of the brain that I don't think actually make bully... us function in society yeah. just gave up on this yeah, guy. I was like, nah, much, yeah. nah. All those said, yeah, fuck it. Just, His yeah. primal urges are too strong. <laughs> just let him go. <laughs> so, um, yeah. How do uh, we transition from this? I don't... <laughs> um, the other Florida story that we have is... is, is Mild, <laughs> fucking heartwarming, warming compared to. That. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's do that. I need some, I need some fucking ear let's, bleach let's on re-lift, that. Relift, <laughs> relift the spirits here. We, jeez, um, okay, so um, <laughs> JD's never allowed to bring stories to the show <laughs> ever. So fucking sorry. Again. It has to get pre-approved. <laughs> no, 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 no so it's, it's fine. It's fine. No, that's <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Explicit just doesn't really cover it. This it really time doesn't. <laughs> that was serious. I remember reading that. Like I don't remember when it came out. I think it was earlier this year, like eight months ago or something. And I just I read it. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> this is like. There's Florida man, and then there's this dude, like Florida swamp man. <laughs> now he transcends the state of Florida. That's yeah. just yeah, that's just the darkest bowels of humanity, right? There. Yeah, he was just waiting in his little wood cabin for something <laughs> to come along. <laughs> uh, so, um, moving from Lakeland to Sarasota, uh, a Florida woman and her child are both doing well after the woman gave birth at a Sarasota McDonald's. Happiest place on earth. What? <laughs> oh my! Don't say that. I'm Isn't a that McDonald's holder. slogan? I am a pass not holder. Walt Disney. Do it's not. McDonald's. Do not insult <laughs> I Disney. I thought it was. I'm loving it. Same thing. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> I'm gonna stab you in the eye with something. <laughs> so um, I can't even look at you right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna read the whole story because we got some feedback that I shouldn't be reading whole stories. Um, but it, says, but it was feedback from someone who doesn't ever ever want to actually be on the show anymore. Oh, that's that's true. Yeah, so he's just never going to show up. Either. We even changed the date that we record the show for. I know. I hope he's listening. I hope guy. he feels bad. He he, he, he should I, feel I, bad. I don't think he has the ability to feel bad. I think I think really his problem is that he knows that there was only one true John. Mm, gauntlet's been thrown down who's yeah. taking off next monday <laughs> or tuesday when do we air this <laughs> the john lander yep i'm i'm the one that's it don't even bother me. although the day he, he's able to come is gonna be the day like i can't make it guys <laughs> i can't do it i'm sorry wait have we ever seen jd and john bates in the same room no oh oh no there's no uh, it's not what you think <laughs> Is this like Guy Fieri and the and the lead singer of Smash Mouth? I mean, they are the same person, right? There is totally not a John Two suit at my house. Okay, <laughs> it's like the alien from Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> Give me sugar. Sugar. I was about water. to say that in water. <laughs> So Kathleen Jordan was in the restroom at the restaurant uh, last Saturday when she suddenly went into labor. Another customer yelled for help, cries that were luckily answered by April Jones. That just sounds like a really awesome hero name for this story. April Jones to the rescue. Yep. Um, it's actually, you know who it is? April O'Neil married Casey Jones. That's what I, that's what I was thinking. Yep. Yeah. They, there she yeah, is. Uh-huh. 
Bam. Uh-huh. And they retired to Florida. <laughs> the Ninja Turtles were over at the pizza shop across the street. Uh-huh. <laughs> in their John suits. They were, running from the, they were running from the guy in the last story. They didn't want to get raped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they heard about him, knew they were in Florida. They were like, we're going incognito <laughs> under the radar. We're going back in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be in the van. Just come get us. <laughs> um... Jones, a nurse, happened to be eating at the restaurant when Jordan went into labor. She ran into the bathroom, threw a couple coats on the floor, and talked Jordan through the birth. Well, those coats are going right in the garbage. Yes. <laughs> you can't wash that away. The, you, you <laughs> afterbirth and shit. And just oh, see, <laughs> I wasn't even talking about the afterbirth or the shitting. I was talking about being on the McDonald's floor. <laughs> no. In the bathroom. It gets burnt. I, I I burned my shoes when I walked through a McDonald's bathroom. That last McDonald's bathroom I was in, that was vomit all over the place. Oh, yeah. And I peed in that toilet because there was only one, and I had to go. <laughs> and then the employee awkwardly stood right behind me in a very narrow hallway, just waiting. And I'm like, dude, just just, not, I'm going to clean it when you're done. Can you go, to the, can you go stand by the sink at least? Like, <laughs> I don't need you staring because I'm not standing up against this toilet because there's vomit everywhere. <laughs> so she named the child Parker, and uh, apparently he was turning blue and wasn't breathing when he was born. But April Jones, April saved Jones the day. saved the day. And apparently, this isn't the first baby born in a McDonald's in Florida. In Florida is the keyword. <laughs> Not even in like not even in the country in Florida. In Florida. <laughs> in the past decade. It was just three but, years ago. But what did she name her son? In twenty thirteen a woman gave birth at a McDonald's location in Lake Wales and named her son Ronald. Damn good name. Hats off to you. Fucking clown. Funny I, funny funny part is though, that was actually her grandfather's name was Ronald. <laughs> I would have gone with hamburger myself. Grimace. <laughs> Grimace. Grimace. <laughs> you fucked it up. You don't even know your fucking McDonald's land character name. You know what? All I knew was hamburger, and to I'm be honest. I'm sitting right in front of you. <laughs> I always thought you were just snuffle up against mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not imaginary. Well, he's not anymore either. Fair enough. Because that was leading the kids talking to strangers. <laughs> <laughs> That's safe. It's fine. <laughs> Don't do it on the internet. <laughs> um. All right. Let's see. Well, AIM instant messengers uh, chat rooms aren't really a thing anymore. So that's true. I don't understand saying AIM instant messenger. That's like saying AOL ATM machine. Instant messenger. That's true. <laughs> or or pin number yeah what's your <laughs> pin number the number of the number or just you just want the number we had then, we like, had cat cards in the military common access card cards yeah yeah the cac cac kim even said it she has a cac and i was like so is, do you need the i was like your, we got something your on the lady computer friend's got a cac? yes and i was like i was looking at hey, my something. wife and i both have cac or have have had cacs and she, I, she got hers removed yeah I, asked, I got mine removed too, though. Well, I know that. <laughs> I'd asked her something about it, and she was like, "Oh yeah, the cat card." And I'm like, "You can just say cat." That's Although funny. when I got rid of my cat, I got a beard. Yeah, I know. Her name is Cassie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I had that beard since I joined the military, though. I just realized that our uh, listeners realized that I talk about Lady Friend a lot. That's I'm, why we're going to tag up, her like, in this in this. No, please, this no. Podcast. <laughs> I, she can't know I ever talk about her when she's not around. I have to, <laughs> <laughs> what? I have to keep my feelings a secret. What, 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 what are you trying to play? Some kind of like, what are you trying to play it cool? He's oh, playing shit. the nice guy game. Are we gonna, are we gonna, are we gonna go down this rabbit hole? Yes, we are. Oh, shit. Why are, you brought it up. Why are you doing the nice guy playing it cool thing? There, there's, there's reasons. Alright. You, you, I don't she think went, you want to devolve. She went through some much. shit. Okay. She went through some shit. With a stalker? No. Okay. Gosh, I can't I can't go into all of it. Okay, fair enough. She went through some bad stuff with one guy and then immediately after some really bad stuff with the second guy. Well, that's what she gets for jumping right in with another guy. Well, she didn't jump right in, but it was like a year. Okay, fair enough. It just didn't go well. And, and now she's with you, so she's got No, she's not with me. Guys. She's not with me. Oh my fuck. You <laughs> ass. <laughs> I'm being respectfully quiet during this. <laughs> Beat you both with his microphone, I and said, the listeners being, will hear. I am being respectfully quiet. He's gonna hear off the distance. Your mother. <laughs> so JD back with NPR News. <laughs> I'm writing solo today <laughs> on Untitled Nonsense, hosted by NPR News International. <laughs> Untitled Nonsense slash NPR. <laughs> oh gosh. So continue. So basically, she's not ready for anything with anyone. Gotcha. I don't know where I fall into that. Like, am I in the? Am I in play for the future? I have no idea. I say so I. So basically, I've told him he needs to be slightly more aggressive and keeping himself in the race, so that when. Yeah, but I don't know where that fine line is to where I'm being like kind of pushy, and she's not ready for that. Mm. And where I say I'm it's just like constant reminders, like once a month. Hey, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, I still I one do in those that. pants. I, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Basically, I'm trying works. to ride this fine line. Where is I'm, there play? What do you mean? Oh, is no. Mm. We don't do any of that. She's actually not, she's just not Ew, like that. not until marriage. Oh my gosh, not until <laughs> And that. only in the missionary position for the purposes of procreation. Okay. Exactly. I mean, I understand that sex is an obligation. <laughs> I really have like I don't have much of a sex drive. It's wow. <laughs> and then you're sitting on there around the table with Josh and I. <laughs> I. I have to remind myself to. I shouldn't go into this. I'm going to because this is untitled nonsense. I'm yeah. Uh huh. I have to remind myself to um take care of myself. You have to remind yourself. Yeah, because it's medically good for you if you do it. So. <laughs> Damn, that's why I'm so healthy. Wow. <laughs> So I have to periodically be like, oh, it's been a few days. A few days? I get fucking cranky if it's been more than a few hours. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Somebody was saying something like, oh, men that masturbate are just not happy with their sex life. Like, uh-huh, I have plenty of sex, and I still masturbate a couple times a day. Well, I don't know about, I don't know about plenty of sex, but I still... <laughs> <laughs> the only time that I, I don't is when I'm like, we're consciously like, okay, maybe we want to have a kid this time around. And then I'm like, okay, I'll stop for like five days. <laughs> like... Honestly, and it's a miserable five days. You know, we have the internet. <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm going to divulge a lot more information on the mistress than I should. Um, she listens, doesn't she? No, she doesn't. Oh, okay, good. okay. Divulge um, away. It's uh, 
it's really difficult when when you're bipolar and and you're hypersexual and you're with somebody that has very low libido. She's in the next room. She I can know. hear you. I hope fucking hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, See, do you no, have like, friends that will tag her in this? This is how I bad I fucking hope not. This is how bad it is for me. Like, you know, on the internet basically we're bombarded constantly with sexual imagery and whatnot. Like it's constant. Well, yeah. So I am obviously, and I am subject to the natural mechanisms that say, "Yeah, that's hot," and it annoys me. It annoys it me. It annoys you. It annoys me when I keep seeing images, and it's like I'm feeling like I have to look at this, and I don't. Oh, fucking damn it! Like I feel the urge, but I'm annoyed. I it annoys me. <laughs> Dude, my my subreddit. Like subscription is fifty percent not safe for work. <laughs> I have a whole multi Reddit. I have I have a safe for work multi Reddit and a triple X multi Reddit. My like, safe for work would be like R squared circle <laughs> <laughs> and R world news, and that might be it. <laughs> like I actually I talked about this with a friend because I thought that it was normal. Apparently this is not, and I'm sure you guys are going to back up my friend on how not normal this is. Probably. But I can sit and look at like naked women, gorgeous naked women, and not feel a damn thing. And it's not like I'm gay. I just I admire their beauty, but nothing. So so I will say to on the opposite side of the spectrum of you not having interest because you never did. Oh yeah, because he's totally on the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> different spectrum but the kinsey the kinsey scale <laughs> no i i'm on the i'm on the other end where i have been i've become so desensitized that there could be a gorgeous naked woman just like rubbing herself i'm like eh, there's no fist in the ass so i'm not into this don't be wrong like when i've I, gotten to the i've, I've seen i i at, at times it it's I, I've done the I've done the the all the way around loop at times. Patrice has talked about this. Patrice O'Neill has talked about this before, where it's like I've seen so much filthy shit, like where like now it's like a girl in lingerie is. It, I'm back to like where that is hot, like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't reached that full circle. I. Like, to me, if I actually am not annoyed by it and I'm, like, thinking about it, there it's because there's an emotional thing to it. And that's, like, I can't. If there's not an emotional thing, it's just annoying. So, me. admittedly, though, that's actually how I am in, in, in the real world. Not imagery on, on the internet, but I can't do one-night stands or hookups and stuff. Really? Yeah. It's just not my thing. Like, I can hook you up. You get emotionally attached? Um, not that I would get emotionally attached to a one night stand, but I can't really do anything special unless there is some kind of emotional attachment. It doesn't mm. have to be in love. It, like if I were single right now, I could sleep with different women mm-hmm. and, and, but they would be people that I already knew and were kind of friends with. Like I'm down with friends with benefits. Okay. But I kind of wish that I could I'm have a, a tender lover. I, I wish that I could try to have yeah, a one are. night stand. <laughs> like just because it's an experience. Mm hmm. But I don't really want to. Like, first of all, there's the anxiety. I have, like, massive social anxiety. So Mm -hmm. even the, like, getting naked with a stranger freaks me the fuck out. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I could do it if somebody just approached me and was like, hey, we're fucking right now. But okay. (laughs) But I don't. What you're saying is you need somebody to take the lead. Yeah, somebody takes the lead. I'm like, I'll follow suit, but I don't actively 
You're a bottom. And My friend, I know you're a bottom. Surprisingly not. <laughs> surprisingly not. If I were gay, I would be a top. Maybe somewhat versatile, but mainly a top. <laughs> I, like I actually, I don't care about having control, but like the one time I did have relations with a female. The um, one time. Well, it was a few times with the same female. We were in a relationship. Um, I kind of got just annoyed with her being in control because I was like, okay, I understand what you like and you're doing this wrong. I'm taking over now. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing it wrong. (laughs) She achieved multiple orgasms like on my second time. Oh, yeah? Because I I understand physiology. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I figured out your buttons. I'm just going to take care of this because you obviously don't know what you're doing. (laughs) It's just... Which wow, is we, went, we went down a really strange path. No, it's fine. This is what we do. At Just, least we're not fucking gators. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we we will never be on that. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> holy shit. But yeah, so yeah, I am annoyed by my urges for that that occasionally happen because mm. of physiological response to stimuli. And so, I don't so like is it. the tag for this podcasting the. Uh, Tycho, JD, and Josh talk about uh, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Have we talked about drugs Sex, yet? drugs, and gator holes. <laughs> gator holes. Oh, man. Yes. Yes. That's the title. That's, that's the fucking that's the sex, drugs, and gator holes. We did talk about needles and stuff earlier. Yeah, we, and did, we did. We did. What else we got on the deck? Oh, gosh. So, yeah, lady friend, basically care deeply, trying to hide it a little bit because I don't want to pressure her at all. Don't hide it too much because once she's ready, she's going to know that. Well, I asked her out once. Okay. And she basically, it's kind of weird because I texted it because I was just having so much anxiety, which she knows I have. And I texted it to her admitting, like, I know this is stupid and I shouldn't do this through a text message, but I keep chickening out and I'm tired of chickening out and I just have to say it. So would you be interested in going on a date, blah, blah, blah. And all that really came out of it was I'm not ready to date. And I said, all right. And then that was pretty much it. But here's where we need female callers. Any of the female listeners, yeah. please please call into the. Uh, well, I even told her like I didn't want to make things weird with and her. Give JD some advice. Okay. Here. You also have to keep in mind part of my anxiety was the fact that I have no friends here. Mm. Like you hadn't been, you weren't here yet, Ryan. Yeah. It was she was my only friend. So like, mm. if I asked her out, and so made wait, it do weird, you have feelings for me now? Maybe. Okay. A little, I, I mean, mean, I reciprocate. I'm hiding them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hide them around me. Don't let them show. <laughs> show me your gator love. I swear I won't nip at your pants legs. <laughs> but she was my only friend, so it was like, if I make this weird, then I've just like screwed up my one like good friendship I've got going. So there was like all that pressure, and I actually said I don't want to make this weird or anything. And she said like there's nothing weird, there's nothing to regret about this. It's okay. I'm just not ready to date. And she still hangs out with him all the time. And I don't think yeah. it's it's completely a stringing him along. Right. Situation. If anything, after I did that, we started talking and hanging out a little more. So I, from, from an outside perspective, from what I know, I yeah. think he's in a good uh, position. A good time, yeah. I still I, say he needs to be a little bit more aggressive, uh, but that's yeah. me, and I have well, a but tendency you, to ruin interest in I don't want to yeah. give up too much here, but I'll just say there's a certain trial going on. 
with mm. one of those bad things. I think that's too much information. We'll just move on. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> things are things are still in a rough spot for her, so I don't want to I don't want to put any pressure on that. Gotcha. I'm not going to go any further. I've given up too much as it is, as Ryan, sorry, Tycho said. No, that's fine. I'm, I'm Either Ryan. way, he's yeah. Ryan and Tycho. It's... I, I, I try to keep out. to the I've I know on the show. I know I know we've said I know we've said Ryan before, but I'm trying to maintain some consistency on the show. Tycho, you're right. I'm not homophobic. I'm just gay. But yeah. <laughs> Eventually, a time will come. <laughs> so you want to go from uh, talking about Ryan coming out of the closet to kids hiding in closets? Sure. All right, I'm actually it. confused with oh oh my story. <laughs> I found this one. Wait. So there is an ep- there's an epidemic. If you know, there's there's been ten cases on uh, the last year of teenagers that are hiding in um various places in IKEAs. I actually saw a video. Some some kids videoed themselves doing this. That was the ones that got caught. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And and well, there's a video. And I, <laughs> IKEA has had to come out and make a public statement that says, uh, no more of this. this Stop it, fucking doing this. Yeah, shit. illegal teenage sleepovers are gonna have to end. You know they. You notice they haven't. They haven't discouraged the dinner parties though. I didn't. I didn't actually read about that. You know what IKEA dinner parties are? Are they sanctioned by IKEA? No, they're not sanctioned by IKEA, oh. but they is haven't it, come out. You just out set up dinner at one of their setups? And well, just what have... you do is you go with a bunch of friends, you get all dressed up nice, and you go have dinner at their at their cafeteria, and like you bring board games, and then you after dinner, you retire to one of the living room setups, and you play <laughs> board games for the, for, the whole, for the night until they close. <laughs> That's awesome. That is amazing. And I'm going to have to do this. Like you dress up real like nice and like like you're going out to a nice restaurant and everything. Okay. Like you like you would be like clue like the have you seen the movie Clue? Yes. Like they're all dressed up nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. All that, right. This is amazing, actually. Like, well, that that's during store hours. I, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. this whole thing is because it's a liability that's issue. True. That's true. And true. underage kids. But yeah, yeah that's a, it, IKEA dinner parties are a thing. Like yeah. that's a that, that's, and they've never come out against that. Yeah, hey, as long as they're not getting kicked out of the store, good for them. Yeah. But no, the the kids, I, I told you guys earlier, I want to do a I, – I, apparently it's not that super common mm-hmm. with only, well, only 10 cases of being caught. So mm-hmm. there's that. But I want to dress up as like a horror movie villain and just wait for one of those teenage sleepovers and then just <laughs> chase them around the store and scare <laughs> the shit out of them. Dead by daylight. <laughs> Dead by <laughs> 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 see it, it, how how good was my fucking segue into that huh that was good that was good that was, yeah i'm I getting like better that. at this shit yeah i yeah. like that good job so i haven't come up with a single fucking segue. i'm getting worse at pop culture references <laughs> you're just draining my energy to make your segues better i i, I drain energy like that you yeah. know? i've gotten worse at revealing my I deepest darkest secrets yeah but i thought you only drained coconut juice <laughs> That's when, I'm out in vampire. Public. that's when I'm out in public. <laughs> when I'm at home, all bets are off. Okay. Um. So, uh, Jakarta. Do we want to talk about this shit in Jakarta? Fucking Jakarta. Yes, because this is another one of my favorite things this that ever happened. This is fantastic. So, uh, guy is stuck in traffic on his way home from work in Jakarta, Jakarta, Indonesia. For those he, of you who don't know. He's an IT specialist know, at that. Like... 
that for those of you who are having an Aleppo moment, what is Jakarta? What is what is a Jakarta? Um, so uh, Gary Johnson, <laughs> Gary Johnson, is that Sharia law? I don't get Jakarta. <laughs> so he's uh, he's sitting in traffic in Jakarta, and um, decides he uh, wants to watch some porn. So he's looking at it on his phone, but he's that oh and the phone screen's small. Like yeah. that's it's not obviously not good enough to enjoy the the pornography. Plus it's hard to do, you know, watching it's it hands free. Yeah, yeah. I, I would mean, beg to differ. It's 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 not impossible, but it's difficult. Well you gotta have one to to rub the shaft and one mm. to catch. With whatever. Toilet that's paper, true. socks. That's true. Why do you have to catch? Oh. Are you gonna go yeah, on your yeah, fucking dash? You dashboard? just want to spooge all over the fucking steering <laughs> throw wheel. Throw your boxers over it. <laughs> yeah. Go on with your day. Oh yeah, just drive home <laughs> wet. That's a good idea. <laughs> now, you don't know how long that fucking commutes for. It could be bumper to bumper traffic. Hey, whatever. Clearly, he wanted to watch a full length porno. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't get to that point. So he <laughs> um jumping the story. I'm Tarantinoing this story. <laughs> so he decides. To hack into one of those uh, newfangled uh, billboards, those newfangled LED billboards that uh, that display, you know, constantly changing images. Yeah. He hacks into the billboard and uh, throws that porn that he's watching up there. <laughs> just uh, and and it's it's like it's not like he just threw that video up there. He throws up his browser up on there and, yeah. and the browser is his porn. So everybody who's in traffic with him now has uh what's the name of the title? Um I mean good for him though. Look watch Tokyo else. Hot. Okay. <laughs> That's the name of the title. Watch um, Tokyo Hot. Got to watch to five minutes yep, of Watch get, bring, Tokyo bring Hot. It up. Googling it right and now. The, How good uh, is the, it? Does it have DP? <laughs> <laughs> It's probably it's probably pixelated. Ugh. It's Tokyo, remember? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Americans did that. We did that after the war. <laughs> Christian Wright did that. And that's bastards. why we have tentacle porn. Um. So he's a 24 year old IT analyst, and he could be facing up to 12 years in jail because of it, just because he wanted to watch some fucking porn. Oh, yeah. Just because I mean... he wanted to share. Yeah, but did he really hack it with his cell phone? Um, reports suggest the man hacked into the system after seeing login details displayed on the billboard. Oh, Ryan's got it up. It's not pixelated, by the way. It's not pixelated. <laughs> Why do the Japanese women sound like they're crying during it, too? That's one of the things I can't stand about yeah, Asian porn too. is they constantly sound like they're crying. And I'm like, some is... people are really into that. I don't yeah, understand. I don't. Like it's 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 and they don't shave. What is with this? It must be for gator people. Like it must be. <laughs> it must be. He must have loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My speakers are shit. Yeah. Um, so uh save that for later. <laughs> incognito tab here. Incognito? Um, no, that's I'm not, public. I'm not connected to Wi-Fi. I'm not doing this. While he claims he worked alone, <laughs> police are unsure. Uh, they said, we are still investigating whether he was working alone, whether he had a particular motive, or whether he was just fooling around. 
Well, he was definitely All fooling around. <laughs> I mean, fooling around is an obvious check mark in that box. Apparently, access to pornography is banned in all of Indonesia. Unless you pay the twenty dollars fee, right? Or no, that's North Carolina. No, this is South Carolina. <laughs> that was North uh, South Carolina. Well, fuck Wait, me. What? I don't know my Carolina. There's a twenty dollars fee that what? you should have been you here last here week, JD. Last Damn week. it! Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have listened to the show. I'm a horrible. You didn't horrible. even listen to the show. I'm you sorry. were here for. You I'm sorry. Fucking asshole. I know. I'm a bitch. <laughs> I'm a non-assertive bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 episode got really personal. <laughs> Extreme. It always seems to. Every time I open my mouth, last time I talked, it was like, "Here's my penis." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Billy! Oh, Billy! <laughs> well, at least it was you opening your mouth, going, "Here's your penis," instead of us opening your mouth and you going, "Here's my penis." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. I mean, it could still happen. Or you open, <laughs> no, it couldn't. Or you opening your mouth and Josh and I going, here's our penis. <laughs> penis. <laughs> I think penis should be the acceptable use of it, it just sounds right. Ooh, that is a lovely candle smell. Sorry. Yeah, peach <laughs> it's like peach. you just randomly reached over. What does this candle smell like? Mm, that's lovely. Peach Bellini. Peach Bellini. What the yeah. fuck does that mean? It's a drink. Oh. A peach Bellini is like um is it related to a martini? But a No, it's uh Bellini? you know how a um mimosa is champagne and orange juice? I didn't. Okay. I don't <laughs> you didn't know that? I don't I don't right. I'm just like I'm going to drink that. That's just it. listen to us alcoholics. Okay. There you go. Well, mimosa is champagne and orange juice. A peach bellini is peach juice and champagne. So I want I want the uh, Gator Snatch scent. <laughs> Gator Snatch scent. <laughs> I'm just curious. Just out of curiosity, it smells like dead fish and no shame. <laughs> oh my god! Smells like it smells like revenge. Smells like, yeah, it smells like rotting flesh and vengeance. <laughs> This gator's my bitch collection. <laughs> but you know she went back to the fucking swamp and told all her friends, don't fuck with this guy. Finish the don't go collection. over there. <laughs> <laughs> and then her boyfriend, after she gets back to the swamp, her boyfriend probably all buffs himself up and goes to the dude's house looking for him. <laughs> Why are we still on the Gator story? That's like the greatest thing that I've ever heard. Horrifying, but great. Anyway. <laughs> it was. Like, I feel like no matter what we talk about, we're going to keep referencing that tonight. <laughs> Three times. Comedy of threes. <laughs> and then maybe one callback, if done right. We never do it right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Fine, just take the bat and keep beating the fucking dead horse. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what we're good at. Keep pushing that rope. That was terrible. That was fucking terrible. <laughs> I should have never said that. I apologize. So how do we segue from porn to something else? Oh, I have one, but it's just a bad segue. <laughs> Go ahead. No. Please, do us a bad segue. 
So instead of watching porn on the big screen, how about celebrities making out with their tiny sons? What? No. <laughs> What's the difference? I don't know. <laughs> I got my dick out either way. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Hillary Duff is under scrutiny uh, for kissing her four-year-old son on the lips. I, I don't see what the big fucking deal for this is. I, I thought, I mean, I know, like, I don't do it. I know, Tycho, you said you don't. Yeah, I don't. So, but, I don't understand either, but that's because I have been exposed to other families and traditions, and I'm aware that this happens. Yeah, yeah. But for people who grow up in a family like mine, where we don't kiss each other on the lips, and doesn't, like, takes that as the norm, mm-hmm. and then they're around their friends, and their friends don't kiss their parents on the lips, like, it's just then the norm. And so when you see it happening, you're like, oh, fuck, what the hell is that? And it seems so unusual. And I get that because I do know the first time I saw a friend yeah. kiss their mom on the lips. I was like, and I mean, they were teenagers at the time. Right. Like, eh, nah, not teenagers, like 10 years old. But I was like, oh, that's so weird. But then that's it's not that's a, fucking weird. It, it was at the time. For it's me. weird that you think it's weird. It is. <laughs> and I agree with you on that. <laughs> the, the people that find it weird. That's a problem with yourself, not mm-hmm. with the people doing it. Exactly. And, and my wife put it the best. The people that find it weird, my wife and myself included, are borderline sexualizing a peck on the lips to your parents. Exactly. Yeah. It's why we don't want to do it because any kind of lip-to-lip contact is sexualized to us. It's affection. It's not sexualized. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's not like it's an open mouth kiss. They just got them at uh, at the moment where they where where they kiss. Like that's yeah. here's the thing. You two don't kiss your parents on the mouth. I do. Yeah. Like that's what happens in my family. I don't know. Like, we're a very affectionate family. I mean, I say dicking is just pretty much now a handshake. So I don't know how much I sexualize anything anymore. <laughs> I don't even hug my mom. I hug my I hug my family. I'm trying to remember the last time I hugged my I'll mom. kiss on the cheek. But yeah, I mean, hey, you, you, you do you and your family, and I would just not so judge you. Speaking of phrasing. <laughs> 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 no the the public outcry is a symptom of what is so fucking common on the mm-hmm. internet yeah yeah and I, I hate disparaging the internet it's what it's where we do our shit now <laughs> and i oh gosh damn it after all that we've done this time this this show i'm gonna have to bring out the sjw shock jock do it if it was a guy if it was a male celebrity with a little daughter, would have been worse. Yeah. No, oh, it wouldn't have. I it would have been, been worse. I don't think it would have been. Mm-hmm. I don't think there would have been any outrage. I think the outrage that the the criticism that she's getting is uh, it's more like oh he's too old you can't do that or whatever. If it was a male celebrity with his uh, female daughter, I think people would start going the pedophile route on him. Easily, I mean, come on! If this, if this Titus was... O'Neil of the WWE, mm-hmm. when he kissed his son after a match, who and his son was a teenager, kissed him flat on the lips. The only thing I thought thought was weird that he didn't kiss his other son, mm-hmm. <laughs> just the older one, which I was like, eh, it's a little creepy. <laughs> but but even then, the the subreddit exploded with that. I'm like, holy shit, this is so weird. Did I actually see that happen? It seems so odd. And it took like you know a good hour before daddy, some people started coming in. Daughter going, kissing is not a 
looked down on at all. It. Well, and I don't know where you're getting that because I, I the same people that are weirded out by this would be weirded out by that as well. I don't think so. I think it's not as common in American culture though, but like European cultures and Asian cultures, it's actually kind of common as far as I'm aware for family members to kiss on the lips. Yeah, it's like they wouldn't even bat an eyelash. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, okay, and yeah, it's and it, and the thing, the big thing with me is, is this, it, like I said, it's not an open mouth kiss. Yeah. Like if there was, if they were like, like JD said before we went on the air, if they were straight up Frenching, like yeah, yeah. Then there's obviously it's like okay, whoa, whoa, yeah. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> we need to investigate yeah. this. This needs to be looked Zip. into. Let's investigate this. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> this is annoying, but I've got to do it. <laughs> I'm trying to find images of male celebrities that have done yeah. it. <laughs> Just tied that in. <laughs> Look at you! You fucking did a callback. Nice. Oh, you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I I do have to respectfully disagree, though. I think the man would be under as much scrutiny. I don't think this is a misogynistic thing. I think this is just people not being accustomed to other social norms. Yeah. Mm. I I just tried looking for male celebrities that kiss their daughters on the lips. Like if this was Only Trump and Ivanka. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Woody Allen adopted a teenage girl and then married her. Oh, jeez. I'm pretty sure he he kissed her on the lips. <laughs> you know, according to the Bible, he can't do that. It's not blood related. No, there actually is a passage in the Bible that mentions you cannot adopt someone, like a daughter, and then marry that daughter. Is that in the New Testament? Because Woody Allen's Jewish, so it might uh, not apply no, to him. Oh wow! I remember reading this because I was wondering how many wolves they actually covered. It's like a that's one of the things where it was like a wall book. They actually went through like you can't adopt them. If it's adopted, if it's if like you can't marry your stepsister under any circumstances, you can't marry your step cousin. You can't like even if there's no blood relation. They actually go into that in the Bible. There's actually a verse on that. I don't remember which one it is. It's a really long section actually. Going over who you cannot have sex with, basically. Here's one of Mario Lopez kissing his daughter. Headline: Mario Lopez kisses his cutie. No outrage. Well then, I've been proven wrong. <laughs> oh, uh, how old was his daughter? A little girl. Two. I'm not sure. If she's still in toddler stage, then that I think any celebrity is going to get a Harry Connick Jr. kissing his eight-year-old daughter. Mm. And that didn't get anything. Nothing. Yeah, but he's wow. gorgeous. Oh. Wow, <laughs> then you were right. This is absolutely misogynistic bullshit. Right though. on the fucking lips. Man, how much tongue was involved? <laughs> <laughs> it was a quick peck. Oh, boring. <laughs> Uh, Zip it back up. Will Smith kissing Jaden. Okay, here's the deal, though. We all know that family's fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's fair. (laughs) It'd be weird if they weren't. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Actually, no, that Will Smith and Jaden one was brought up during the Titus O'Neil situation as well. And not to go down the race route, but it was brought up like, hey, this is actually pretty common in black families. That that is going down the race route though. I it's not that's not an unfair stereotype to say certain fa- you know that the mother's going to most likely be more dominant in a black family. 
not dominant. I don't know. Why would it be like authoritarian? The race route for us to say like, oh, it's black families. That's their culture. But then black people were like, that's our culture. Like they can talk about their culture. Mm -hmm. But if we mentioned, yeah, no, that's kind of black culture. They're like, I don't, I feel like I didn't think this thought through and it's not making sense. No, social justice warriors don't make sense. (laughs) Yeah. No, pretty much. Vince Vaughn kissing his daughter. Well, okay. On the red carpet. Right, so, I'm looking right here yeah. on, on Google All right. Images. You, no, you, you're absolutely right. Hillary Duff getting criticized for this is bullshit. And how the, like, yeah. Even if dudes were getting flack for it, it's still bullshit no matter what. Agreed. I think it's, agreed. I just thought it was going to be, bullshit, I thought it was going to be equal amount of I flack. I think And apparently so. it is not. Which Adult is weird. Khalifa kissing his mom. Uh... That is really weird that they would go after Hillary Duff, but not the dudes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's actually. Although to be fair, I've said I briefly met, but Trump, like the way he talks about Ivanka, that is weird. That's different. Steven I know. Tyler yeah. and Liv Tyler. That's interesting. Wait, I think I heard about this Adult, a while ago. Yeah. Like, and th- this like closed eyes, fucking. Looks like there's some passion there, too. And then you got uh, Angelina Jolie and her brother back at one point. Oh, that's true, yeah. And people criticize that. So, yeah. Anyway. Now, now I'm sitting here wondering if I have a daughter, should I kiss her on the lips? I'm not going to. Son or daughter, it doesn't matter to me. It, never, but that's my personal that's, thing. I is, mean, that's your prerogative either yeah. way. Like... I won't but I don't think there's anything the wrong with it. Like, There's probably not, but like my wife said, there's I sexualize kissing. My thing is I don't like touching people. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> and oh, remember what I said earlier about the spectrum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, speaking of people who don't like the touch of human flesh. Oh, I thought we weren't going to mm. talk about that. Oh, we weren't. Damn um, Damn but it. we can. I can pull that up here. Oh. Hang on. Oh gosh, yeah, her. Oh fuck. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't know that got deleted. Uh, okay, while he's looking for it, real quick, I, I have this issue with touching people, but if I have, like, if I'm in charge of my own kid, or, you know, a special someone's kid they already have, um, I don't want them to feel the way I feel about it, so I'd want to be open about it, if that makes, like, being know. physically, um, it, it's weird, and not in a that... sexual way, but just, like, it's okay to hug. Yeah, it's, it's weird, you know. because I, my family... I have like half of it was not really a touchy type family. The other half is hugs everywhere. And I still find the kiss. Like, I actually growing up as a kid came to resent showing physical affection towards people. Yeah. I actually, I hated it because I was forced to with and someone that I absolutely did not want to. So my like earliest memories of having to hug someone or anything was like awful. I hated it. And that's the thing. I have a little niece and, and, and she, I don't know she's if she's scared of me because I'm so big or what, but, like, she's not really big on giving me any kind of affection right now. And they're like, oh, give give your Uncle Josh a hug. Give your Uncle Josh a kiss. I'm like, no, no, I don't want her to be forced into it right now. Like, whatever. She, she okay, well, she wants to walk you to the car. That's fine. If she wants to walk me to the car, that's that's whatever. But, like. I don't want her to be forced in anything. Like that's yeah. stupid. Yeah, I actually, as a small child, I was I had to hug my mom and dad. What's Good night. The, what's the Daniel Toss joke? Spinach and butt sex. What? I not know this. If one. you're uh, forced into it as a kid, you'll hate it as an adult. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I still hate lima beans, so... Not everything can be made a joke. Rape isn't funny. <laughs> you know what be really funny? If you got raped right now. <laughs> I mean, this is annoying once again, but... <laughs> Zip. Yeah. Let's get it over with, Ryan. Come on. <laughs> this recreation of a Daniel Tosh stand-up night brought to you by Untitled Nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like, welcome, I was... America. Or whoever else listens. Yeah. <laughs> I was forced to show, like, to hug and say I love you, even though I resented him and I didn't want to hug him, and I hated it, but I had to. Mm-hmm. And that'll play an effect. And that I've ever since, I don't like, I, I mean, I want to, but I, like, have this, mm-hmm. like, I don't know how to call it. It's, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish I could be more open with the people I actually do care about and want to. Mm-hmm. Like, show, you know, yeah, no, I care about you. I want to let's have a hug. Right. Like, nothing sexual about it, I guess. I enjoy Just, your hugs, Josh. I give good hugs. You do. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I've never... I'm not hugging you. <laughs> I won't force you. Okay, thank you. Because you I could like very it. easily I be like between me and the door. <laughs> I like it when you take control. Just let the hugs flow. Okay, anyways. So, um... <laughs> speaking of people that don't like contact with uh, human other human flesh. beings. Yeah, and we're we're talking about this because... People make fun of those guys who, who like, have relationships with their real dolls and everything, but this is not getting any press or anything. Yeah. So we think this should be made of made fun of just as much as those guys who have their real dolls and have their, their go to their meetings with the real dolls and shit. This is, and they take them to trips to Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the movie Lars and the Real Girl? I have not. With uh, Ryan Gosling? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have seen that. Uh huh. It's it's on my list of things that I should probably watch eventually. But. Mm. Um. So, uh, <laughs> first line here. On the surface, Lily mm. seems like a blushing young woman ready to marry the man of her dreams, who makes her totally happy. Only her partner is three D printed robot named Imovator, who she designed herself after realizing she was attracted to humanoid robots generally rather than other people. I'm really and totally happy, she told news.com.au over email in her tentative English. Our relationship will get better and better as technology evolves. She is a proud robosexual. Well, at least she's not con- identified Add as that one to the list, kid. Tumblr. Yeah, robosexual. I mean, hey, when AI bots and, like, 3D printing and... When we get a real fucking Westworld... Trust me, that is going to be a very common theme of people fighting for their rights to marry their AI bots. It shouldn't be, though, because they're not real humans. Well, if you watch if you the can marry end a robot, of Westworld... What's to stop you from marrying a ghost? We'll, talk, like, we'll talk about Westworld later tonight if we have time. If we have time. If we have time. I know I know. we keep putting it off, but if we have time, we'll we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about it finally. If we have time. I think we'll have time tonight. I think so. I hope so. Yeah. Me All too. right. Um, Actually, this would be the perfect segue. We can just talk about it now. Fuck it. Now. No, we got we'll some good stories here, so, though. So, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think it's – I don't think it's wrong. Like, it's weird, but I don't think it's wrong 
if I you don't, just want to have a monogamous like, relationship with your AI bot. Well, that as long as they're willing. But why do you? I believe in robots' rights. This is where marriage for me gets really weird. Like, I don't care if someone wants to have a marriage with a robot in some kind of sense of they have a ceremony. I, I don't give a damn about that. Yeah. But I don't think like because the state recognizes marriages, it won't actually be a marriage. Because would it like like I feel like it has to be to a person. I don't feel like it. No, I I if there's a I legal agree t- that t- there's not going to be a legal marriage term. Yeah. For an AI bot, it's going to be considered property. It's like the divorce case. Did we talk about it, or do we skip over that one? I don't think so. The divorce case where there was a dog involved, and the woman was going to offer the man visitation rights, but she wanted full custody of the dog, and the judge had to outright say, "I am not going to classify this dog as a child custody case." A dog is treated as a family member at the home, but that's where the line is drawn. In the court, it is considered a piece of property. Yeah. And that's what you'll treat it as such. And AI bots will be the same thing. Right. That because you can if, be in love with it. Yeah, you can treat think, it as I a sexual partner. I don't think legally it should be recognized right, as an actual marriage. That, that when, when you start talking actual marriage, then an AI bot has the right to make medical decisions. Yeah. yeah. See, that's the thing that I. Yeah, I do. Okay, Although, you, as a libertarian, I think the government should stay out of marriage altogether. Well, obviously. <laughs> I don't. I think. I but think. Like, what tax break are you going to get for right? Or for being in love with an AI bot? Okay. Oddly, as a socialist, I still think the government should pretty much stay out of the marriage thing. Right. I don't. I mean, I understand there's certain legal aspects to it like when you're dealing with the custody of a child but i don't think you need a marriage for that like if it's your well, child and her child if you have a child at, with a woman it shouldn't matter about your marriage status it should matter of let's look at the biggest what's best for the kid and what should be done let's like, look at the biggest group of people living in a socialist type environment in america the military mm-hmm. the marriage in a military it will allow you to be stationed with your spouse um or around your spouse and that's about where it the line is drawn. If you're married to a civilian, you can get dependent pay. But if you are two individuals in the military that decide to get married, each one of you is still treated as an individual in the military when it comes to housing allowance and um, sustenance allowance. And and Congress has been trying to cut that back for a while now, saying, hey, no, they're trying to say even say if you're roommates with another military member, you should get a housing allowance cut. And there's pros and cons to this whole thing. The housing allowance is there so that you can live in a house. Um, mm-hmm. And if you're abusing that and pocketing more money because you lived in a cheaper house, is that abusing the system or not? Like I can um, understand, but, in the, but they yeah. do. You are treated as an individual. My wife served equally to what I served, so we should both be getting the same allowances and rights that each other get. Agreed. Not one of us getting our our paychecks cut in half mm-hmm. because we're married. I can understand from that, like, because, like you said, the military is pretty much a very socialist in a sense. It is. Free medication for everyone. It is yeah. complete socialist. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's, it's socialist construct. Yeah. Um, I can understand them recognizing the marriage in the sense of, okay, we'll keep you guys together. We're not going to force you to live apart from each other constantly. Yeah. We'll try to keep you guys together. I understand and recognize it at that point, but all the other jargon of the government's going to tell you how long your divorce takes. Like, no. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you're done, like... If shit goes down, like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, the government shouldn't sit here and tell you, well, it's gonna, you have to stay separated for a year before. We'll and that's why I think 
That's bullshit. Aside from the military recognizing marriage and the sense of moving people, and aside from the government recognizing marriage in the sense of making medical decisions, visiting hospitals, right? Those kind of like rights that should exist for married couples. Mm-hmm. Um, tax breaks, fuck it. <laughs> you don't right. need a tax break just because you got married. Taxation yeah. is theft. I, I'm okay with tax breaks for kids. I mean, even with the legal, because marriage has the legal binding, like with medical decisions and whatnot. I say get rid of the marriage thing and just say once you're in a partnership, you can have those certain rights of yes, I want this person to be the person making yeah, the right. decision. You sign, and it doesn't even have to be a spouse. If, if yeah. I were dying and I was single, I could say Josh is allowed to make medical decisions for me. If if I have to pull the plug, yeah. I don't want my mom doing it. I want Josh making that call. Right. Yeah. If you know, know that you've practical. got that good friend or best friend, whatever you want to call it, a friend. Yeah. And you know that friend is going to make a good objective decision for you. Yeah, and what's fuck, best I would rather, actually rather have you make the call to pull the plug on me than my wife. Because <laughs> she's going to be more emotional and want to keep mm-hmm. me around. But I know yeah. if I'm in a vegetative state, fucking pull that plug. Mm-hmm. When as it comes to as... a funeral, make a Viking pyre and, and light me on fire. <laughs> Do it cheap, dude. I don't want, I don't want any costs. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I think we, we all agree on that. Um, yeah. But... AI bots are just <laughs> the next wave. I mean, eh, my wife has said she'd be pissed if I bought uh, a robot that I could have sex with on a regular she basis. She would be? Yeah, she'd be mad. She's so jealous. She is. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. Would she be pissed if you bought a flashlight? No. And that's what I've told her. What's the fucking it's, difference? Yeah, exactly. And so I, I maybe it's the cost. I don't. <laughs> 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 Should be pissed that I spent money on this shit. But <laughs> now, I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've I've thought about VR technologies and like lifelike sex robots where you could put on the goggles and be fucking any three dimensional figure you want to see at that point in time and have it connected to the sex bot. Mm-hmm. To match the movement stuff, I mean, I I want to get that fucking ring thing where you can live in a fantasy world and run around and stuff. Right. That yeah. Huh. Little harness thing, and if I want that, why not go the other route too and get the sex doll? <laughs> I want a fully immersive experience in my VR. That's true. Yeah. If there's, I can fuck bar bar wench number two in Skyrim, then let me fuck her. There's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird thing to me, like having sex with the robot to that level of realism like what if that realism was but there's another person on the other end and then like is that cheating even like because you're not physically having sex with them but it's simulated with them yes it is i mean i'm, I'm not saying i would think it is yeah obviously because you're interacting with a real human right i don't but see i don't think it's sex if it's i mean if it was the same person over and over and you build an emotional connection with them that's emotionally cheating but that's i don't think it's stand. I don't think it's the same as a one night stand. Why? Because there's not natural physical. Yeah, but see, with technology and the way it's going, like it's you're almost there. I'm not in sharing this kind of with them. That's my that's my cutoff. So that's the that's the so because well, to be honest, to be honest though, to yep. be fair, if you're in a relationship and the partner says, "Oh no, that's not cheating." Yeah, it does. Not, it does. It does. Well, here's, depend here's, on the partner. Wait, it depends the, on the partner. Like, if your partner, the other thing, if if my wife caught me web chatting with a girl that we knew who's rubbing, you know, right. clit right in front of me. She's going to be fucking pissed. Right. If she walked on me uh, on a website service, right. like a sex cam service, 
I think she might be a little uneasy, but I don't think she'd be pissed, and she definitely wouldn't pull out the hatchet to cut my balls off. Okay. Well, it's honestly with cheating, because cheating is basically that's something between you and the partner. Mm-hmm. I mean, what might not be okay between you and your girlfriend might be completely different with with him and his wife. Yeah, that's true. Like it's uh, you have to discuss your own boundaries. And you know what? If she says it's cheating, guess what? It's cheating because cheating true. is basically a betrayal of trust. And that that's actually the key, right? There. If she feels like you betrayed her trust, it's cheating. It doesn't matter what that's you true. think. Let's yeah. talk about polyamory, guys. <laughs> actually, yeah, why not? Well, some uh, people are okay with that. Some people are okay with emotional cheating. They don't consider that cheating. It's like, right. hey, I get it. You know, I can't fulfill all of your emotional needs. We're different people. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hundred percent whatever. It's fine. You can go chat and have this kind of emotional connection with another person, but don't have sex with them. Like, there's the line. Mm-hmm. Some people say, yeah, go fuck them, but don't get emotional. Like, there's everyone's a little different. So I think mm-hmm. it's always within the relationship what cheating is. And, that, and that's absolutely true. Is whatever you and your partner have defined as cheating. If you betray that, it becomes cheating. Yeah. There's no arbitrary law that says if you hold hands with someone, that's automatically cheating. If your partner's cool with that, if that's like a traditional thing, uh, I mean, I know my wife would not be cool with that, but mm-hmm. she would not be cool with me. <laughs> she gets jealous when John Bates tries to hold my hand and go into the movie theater joking around. <laughs> not really. It's only a tinge of jealousy. Yeah. She plays along and jokes with it and mm-hmm. will stand in between us. But you know, there's that tinge of like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> That's my hand to hold. Fuck you. <laughs> but we do it all the time. And just to antagonize our screen. I like it. Um, so, yeah, getting back to the story here, um, this woman, Lily, has created her own sex bot. Um, she says uh, she's a proud robosexual. She says, I'm really and only attracted by the robots. Uh, my only two relationships with men have confirmed my love orientation because I dislike really physical contact with human flesh. So, yeah. Somewhere on Spectrum. the spectrum. So this is where I say, because I know how I feel about it, and it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> so I think, like, she's just got some issues. Big time issues. Like, I don't think that she's she's attracted to the robot because... But her blank stare shows some kind of form of spectrum. <laughs> yes. Um she, I think she, she has did issues right into the camera though, so and the yeah, I think the robot any. is just fulfilling a need that she can't get from humans because of her yeah, issue. Uh-huh. All right, so so wait, is uh not looking at the camera? I have no idea spectrum? what I don't know. Uh, what spectrum are we on exactly? Autism spectrum. Oh, I, autism, maybe. It, it could be. So she's looking at the camera, she's not really autistic. Wait, no, autistic like people eyes, stare at the camera. At, they look at eyes. They'll look at cameras. Why wouldn't they? Because the camera is an eye to the soul. <laughs> yes, I don't know. Maybe sometimes if they can, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I wouldn't think, like, an autistic person would be selfie, would, would take selfies. Well, because sometimes when they're taking pictures and stuff, it's like a mechanical response to it. Mm. And it's like, look at the camera. And so they just write into the lens. Yeah, that's why I think she has a blank stare. We're just being very overly critical of her. I am dead fucking I am critical. Overly critical of her looks and Analyze her selfies it. and analyzing to a degree of kind of disparaging remarks. So let's move on. <laughs> so what's next? What's next on the docket? Want me to open up and get super personal about something else? Yeah. Anything at all? Ask please. away, please. Um, so um. 
let's let's go with uh do we want to talk about a little bit of fake news? Yeah. That mm. almost caused nuclear war. <laughs> yes. This shit fucking idiot. I had an argument with somebody last week about whether or not it's right that Facebook is going to be starting to block fake news. I think as a company it's their right to do whatever the fuck they want. I I agree and and yes. they they think that it's it's bad that Facebook is going to be blocking the big news. Okay, I will say they have the right then to do it. Absolutely. I personally your account. I personally don't entirely agree with the decision. I'm not going to like I'm not pissed. Why don't you agree with it? Because I think it's the responsibility of the consumer to understand that this is fake news. Like I agree with you, but that's how we got Trump. This is yeah. true. I mean, I I understand that too because people can be just fucking idiots. That's how we got Trump. We can't it, the th- the problem is, ten years ago, we didn't have as much fake news. No, no. So that some people realize that there's a market mindset for it. could be the well, especially prevailing with, mindset. But yeah. at this point, there is so much of it that and so many stupid people that follow it that companies have to do something about it. And it's not a I mean, government mandate, which exactly. is what we're cool with. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's if it's, it's if a, a government a mandate choice. came out, then I would be up in arms. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, that's but exact. That's censorship. If Facebook says, "Yeah, we're not going to let you share the Conservative Tribune because it's bullshit," we're blocking it. If Google did that too, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Google should block searches. I think Google can do whatever the fuck they want. Uh, they can. Google. Don't get me wrong. They can, but I feel like they shouldn't because yeah. Then we're going into red China. Yeah, territory. we're getting into yeah. some yeah. But China, it's the government telling Google they have to. That's true. I just feel like I Google. Love, I love. I love Google. What Google does with the MCA shit. What do they do? The, well, you know, say you. Oh, were, oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. Where you just scroll to the bottom of the page and. Look up the look up takedown notice and yep. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Eight searches omitted. Show them to me. <laughs> too much, too much. I didn't want to see gator porn. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> Huh? Um, <laughs> that was the, that was the first shitty callback to the joke. Uh, maybe right, his maybe right. his real problem was he was gator sexual and he just didn't gator like the touch. Sexual. He didn't like the touch of human flesh. Only <laughs> The only real love he ever found was. <laughs> but he knew it was societally wrong, so he had to come up when with a backstory. Man loves a gator. <laughs> Karaoke. <laughs> Let's do it, guys. Uh, all right. Um. Whoa. So. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Oh. The house is haunted. There's flickering yeah. lights when we talk about gator holes. The ghost of a gator. <laughs> that light is going mad. What's happening? I I just unplugged it. There's a light all in right. the corner. If it started... starts flickering now, I'm gonna shit and fall in it. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of if anything happens with that, I might piss myself. <laughs> Well, you're going to clean it up then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, headline here, duped by fake news story, Pakistani minister threatens nuclear war with Israel. <laughs> Didn't he do it through a tweet? Yes. Uh, and it was on Twitter. The Donald Trump approach to poli- politics. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, 
In an article published by AWD News on Tuesday, December 20th, former Israeli Defense Minister Moshe Yelon Ye was quoted as threatening to destroy Pakistan if it sent troops into Syria. We will destroy them with a nuclear attack, the article quoted Yelon as saying. There is no evidence Yelon ever said those words. Pakistan Defense Minister Kawaja Asif 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 responded to the fake news article on his official Twitter as if it were real. His response Israeli Defense Minister threatens nuclear retaliation, uh presuming Pakistan role in Syria against Daesh. Uh Israel forgets Pakistan is a nuclear state too. Uh, less than a day later, the Israeli Minister of Defense responded on Twitter, notifying Asif the Yelon statement quoted in AWD News was completely false. Uh, the tweet says, The statement attributed to former Defense Minister Yelon, re-Pakistan, was never said. Reports referred to by the Defense Minister are entirely false. Asif tweeted again late on Christmas night saying their nuclear program was only a deterrence to protect our freedom. We desire to coexist in peace, both in our religion and beyond, he said. Wow. <laughs> I got to give him credit. He may not have outright come out and apologized for for overreacting to fake news. He's just like, all right, listen, we still want to work together. <laughs> it's all gravy. It's cool. It's cool. Water under the bridge, man. Like, let's not go to nuclear war with each other. It's just proof that nobody wants nuclear war except maybe Putin. And Trump. And Trump. See, that would have never happened with Trump. Yeah, no. That would have never happened with Trump. He reacted to fake news and someone was like, I never said they were like, bullshit, liberal yeah, media. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Here, let me retweet a 16-year-old that says otherwise. <laughs> <Yeah>. Proof. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Trump getting a manly voice now? True. <laughs> so um, it's just this is just a scary state of the world that we have world leaders. Like, okay, it's one thing when the idiots on Facebook are just spreading the fake news like it's real. We have world leaders it. tweeting but, each other. Yeah, now we have world leaders tweeting each other, reading fake news, threatening nuclear war. Like, people, it's getting real. We have world – I want to repeat that because it bears repeating. We have world leaders tweeting each other threatening nuclear war. Yeah. Welcome to Trump's America. Right, no, this isn't even just Trump. This isn't Trump. Like, no, I know. As, as shitty as it is that we have Trump going into 2017, we're not alone. Uh -huh. No. There are so many other countries in the world that have equally shitty fucking people. From Russia with love. Right. No, it's like I was saying earlier, there, there was a Times article about this where Putin is kind of flexing all over the world. Um, obviously, there's the DNC hack that apparently was done by Russians mm -hmm. and seemed obviously it favored Trump. There was Hungary where they were sending a diplomat over to run exercises with a neo-Nazi group, which is now having political power in Hungary. They sent $12 million to support a far right wing group in France who now has a presidential nominee who is looking to win the damn country. There's all these other little groups. Ukraine, that's what happened with Crimea. That was a right wing group. They were helping push along in Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, and everyone's like... 
everyone that supported Trump is just but, apparently but, cool with all of this, and it's Russia just the liberal has media. The ultimate arsenal in their back pocket now. They have an army of trolls. They have an they... army of fucking trolls. Mm. Skank Hunt is the leader. <laughs> Skank Hunt Forty Two. Skank Hunt Forty Two. Dildo Baggins is, is his dildo, lieutenant. No, Dildo Swaggins. Sorry, Dildo. God, I'm fucking <laughs> all. The, are fucking I am off up. tonight, guys. Don't listen to anything I Sit say. Sit the fuck down. Dildo Just swaggins. edit me out of this podcast. <laughs> don't. I contributed shit to this episode. Yep. Just want to let all the uh, listeners know that annoying beep you've been hearing this whole time has been Tycho removed <laughs> from the entire podcast. Pretty much. God. So here's the thing. Um, back in 2015, in June 2015, um, Adrian Chen, um, now a staff writer for The New Yorker, did a – piece an expose for the new york times magazine um about russian trolls and it was a pretty pretty exhaustive expose um and it 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 showed that like there were houses like buildings in russia where there were trolls like working 24/7 24/7 troll factory man like they would come in they would work 8 hours they would get replaced by another troll and it would just go like this um and they're they're being paid one you know one person removed by the Russian government. As is everything happening in Russia right exactly, now. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So in, uh, so I guess Adrian Chen was on long form, uh, long forms podcast. Um, he said, um, a very interesting thing happened. Uh, he created this list of trolls for that expose, uh, when he was researching and he, uh, checked on it once in a while. Uh, and, over the course of this past uh, presidential campaign, by the way, this activated my Trump card. Oh. Um, this is now about to activate your Trump card. Uh, he checked on it a while, or checked on it a while after his expose, and, and over the course of the campaign, a lot of them turned into um, conservative accounts, um, fake conservatives. Uh, he says, uh, the quote is, I created this list of Russian trolls when I was researching, and I check on it once in a while still, and a lot of them have turned into conservative accounts, like fake conservatives. I don't know what's going on, but they're all tweeting about Donald Trump and stuff, he said. Linsky then asked Chen who he thought was paying for that. I don't know, Chen replied. I feel like it's some kind of really opaque strategy of electing Donald Trump to undermine the U.S. or something. Like false flag kind of thing you know that's how i started thinking about all this stuff after being in russia um what i find interesting though is um putin because he has massive support from the russian people mm-hmm. but if i'm not mistaken uh pretty sure another times article new york times by the way mm-hmm. um basically over in russia He's essentially blocked any opposing party from being able to talk on national media. Pretty much. Like, it's just his party that gets any say. So they're, no one can really compete with him. Because right. Because they can't get any airtime. 
So of course he's going to have tons of support. He's his message is the only one getting out there. Right. So no one can compete of at course. all. Yeah. And it's so now he's like it seems like he's trying to push that. I mean, why wouldn't he want Trump? Trump was bashing all the media and even uh-huh. Fox News who would have been in his corner if he had just kind of cozied up in with his them. Corner. Yeah. And he even bashed the crap out of them. He bashed everyone. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, of course he's playing the Putin card. Right. Uh, it's I don't know how much more obvious it has to get. And all these people talk about how great America is. And it's like, we're getting cozy with Russia. Why do you not see this? What? I just, it just blows my mind. It's crazy. Um, so basically, (laughs) and it's, it's crazy because this shit, I've been saying this shit forever. And everybody tells me how arrogant and conspiracy theorist I am. That, oh, Russia couldn't have done it. Sure, Russia did it. Yeah, whatever. Sure. Russia's got trolls and Russia's got hackers. Yeah, sure, Josh. Whatever. You're, you're, yeah, whatever. And the more time passes, the more this shit comes out. Yeah. That it's actually fucking happening. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And. It is, is it just this random coincidence that there's tons of politicians who are pro-remove sanctions from Russia and seem to be very pro-Russia, rising to power in so many different countries? And is it, I, is it just a coincidence that the Republican Party owns all three branches of government now and Russia also it, – it's come out now that Russia also hacked the RNC but didn't release the information? Yeah. Like why is – but that's not important. No. So my question was: Is did Russia help with the primaries too, getting Trump to the head of the primaries, or did Trump do that on his own? I think Trump did that on. His I own. think that was. I don't think Russia had a very strong desire to push a primary. Mm-hmm. But once it was between Trump and Hillary, they had a very clear corner they wanted to be in. Um. I would think. I would think. I mean, that's pure conjecture. But then that's it's still scary to... to me that Trump made it on his own to the presidential and the, election. The, well, the most interesting thing to me with all these – with the Russian trolls um, is the fucking crickets that we're hearing from the people that were so up in arms and pissed off about correct the record during the campaign. Yeah. Every Everybody who said anything – uh, even remotely positive, even obliquely positive about Hillary, like even that she was better than Trump. Yeah, was a correct the record shill. But now, where yeah, but where are they? To it say? comes out that there are these fucking trolls, and the crickets are deafening. Mm-hmm. They're, they're fucking deafening. It just goes to show good is good when it's good for me in the Republican Party. Yep. Good is good when it's good for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, admittedly, though, how many people – never mind. No. Let's say how many of the Hillary supporters were pissed off when it when they found out that the DNC was – colluding to get bernie sanders out of the race a lot and you're right and that's why i was like never mind <laughs> no well, same I find people that were like many... oh shit now we're pissed off about this uh-huh 
so many Hillary supporters were like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. He was going to lose anyway. It was like, they, but they were still working against him actively. They didn't but a even... lot of, a lot of Hillary supporters that I saw were like, no, this is bullshit within our own party. I did see that I guess from them, where you're not seeing that on the Republican side. We're saying, no, yeah, all right, the Republicans, this, yeah. This Russian, just... ha- this Russian troll system, nobody's calling it bullshit on their side. Exactly. Except maybe Glenn Beck. Shockingly, and, and Glenn, I am Glenn Beck shocked. is is so fucking like he's a completely different person now. Yeah, I I I, I like Barack him. Obama changed him. I, I'm 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 really happy. Yeah, he he somehow he ejected the Fox News venom, like he stopped drinking the Fox News Kool Aid. He actually, I will never forget that. I like I was shocked that he said that God's Not Dead Two was a bad movie. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I actually watched the video. I'm like, "I need to see this." He really, and he did. He was like, "It's just terrible." All the atheists aren't like that. They're not terrible people. They're not little devils running around trying to hurt us all. I need to see this that video. He actually said all of this wow. and was like, "This is such a horrible representation of Christians and atheists. This is not how we bring people together." And I'm like, "Glenn Beck, where have you been?" What? <laughs> hey, hey, fun fun fact though. Uh-huh. Uh, talking about Christian propaganda movie yeah um kurt cameron saving christmas has a zero percent on rotten tomatoes zero percent zero percent not a single critic gave it a pass <laughs> not even the christian uh critics that are like yeah it's a christian movie and it's not everyone's taste we get that but it was still good for what it was like nobody gave that one a pass. <laughs> i still i need to watch that because i just he's like trying to say that everything about christmas is about jesus i'm like how how the fuck i, I almost he didn't even do a peanut gallery on it I don't think I even I could actually sit through that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could. I sat through God's Not Dead. Did you? Both of them. I I oh, okay. Them. Did I ever tell you about meeting Hercules? No, you've met Kevin Sorbo. I met Kevin Sorbo at AwesomeCon okay. in DC. Uh, Cassie and I would sneak out the side door and go have a smoke because it was so much of a hassle to go out like the main mm-hmm. entrance and then go around and then come out this way. And it was just a hassle. So we found a back door that we would put a little shoe in and we went out and had a smoke. And as we were coming in, Kevin Sorbo was like, Oh, Hey, thanks guys. We're like, yeah, no problem. So we walked with him just talking to his booth and nobody really noticed him at first. Like we kind of came in the back way. He got mm-hmm. to his booth and we just hung out and talked. And the most embarrassing thing is every time I referred to God's not dead, I was like, yeah, my dad watched your movie. God's not dead yet. And it was really good. He's like, God's not dead. I was like, oh yeah, sorry. And then we keep talking. I was like, yeah. So, I mean, like I haven't got to watch it, but I do actually kind of want to sit down and watch God. God's not dead yet. (laughs) (laughs) Did you do it on purpose? No, three (gasps) times. There's a comic series called God's not dead yet. Oh, really? And it's about, like, God coming back and kicking the asses of all these supervillains. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. And, and in my defense, Did like, he actually, correct you every time? Yes, three times. And to be honest, I didn't actually think it was a Christian propaganda movie. I literally thought it was a movie based off the comic Are book. Are you God serious? <laughs> it's a Christian propaganda movie. And then, yeah, and I was like, oh, no, I don't ever want to see this. But no, I have, I have a picture with Kevin Sorbo. Taking on my my cam- phone camera. It's somewhere on Facebook. I'm surprised he wasn't. I uh, hear he's an asshole. I'm surprised he wasn't. I that surprises me because he was one of the nicest people I've ever talked to. Really? Yeah. Huh. Like celebrity wise, he's up there with Peter Capaldi, huh. and and um and eh, 
can't really say Seth Rollins. I'm wearing his t-shirt. He was nice, but I think he was just worn out from everything. <laughs> but Capaldi stayed for hours. At, I mean, how often do you get the current acting doctor from Doctor Who to go to a comic convention? Mm-hmm. And Capaldi was there. His plane landed a little bit late. And they still did everything to accommodate everyone that bought a photo op and autograph ticket with him. Oh, wow. And he stayed till after the con closed signing autographs. Holy Same shit. with Jenna Coleman. She was a little bit more visibly upset about it. Oh, yeah. But Capaldi was generous to every single person that walked up to him, and he's now my favorite celebrity ever. <laughs> Super nice guy. Oh, but I, I did see God's Not Dead 2 in theaters. In theaters? Why yes. would you do that? With Lady Friend. Is she into that? Huh? Is she into that movie series? Not, like, into it, but it was just... What about your, she your critical? Grin on her. <laughs> she had a sly grin on her face because I jokingly said, like, we were talking about going out to see a movie. And I was kind of like, oh, God's Not Dead 2 is showing. And she was like, oh, you want to go see that? And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, are you serious? I'm like, let's go. Let's go watch it. Let's do this. <laughs> so we did. We just fucking went and watched God's Not Dead 2. And then she kind of bought into it, and I'm like, that's such what? crappy propaganda. I pointed what, what, out... Did we already cover the article that you read? Which one? About being critical <laughs> in relationship. No, we didn't talk about that. We didn't talk uh... about that. No, she's not heavily religious, though, at all. Oh, okay. It's not like even her son right now, she's not really teaching him. Like, she's not brainwashing him to be a Christian or anything. Okay. I don't even think he knows, like, the story yet. Brainwashing. That's what they do. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some of them do. I've seen families that bring. Mo- most of the time, that's exactly what it is. Because honestly, as a child, you can't begin to process the entire message until you're older. It's just, it's impossible. I think going to church, though, with your I'm kids serious. is not a... I remember when I took Bible thing. studies and they didn't like me asking questions because I was old enough. Like, I'd got to the point where I was like, 12 13 years old mm-hmm. and i honestly this is gonna be weird as a child i didn't know that people thought the bible was real like i had a no. children's bible and stuff and i read it i just thought it was a book like stories mm-hmm. i had no fucking clue i thought it was fairy tales just like everything else and then i went to church and like actually went to bible study for my uh because i was gonna get baptized it was catholic uh-huh. and i realized that they it was literal oh, for them went catholic church that's a mistake hey i was in the non- no but they like church. i realized they thought that noah's ark was like that really happened and i was like but okay what did the animals eat <laughs> and they were like what do you mean they didn't have to eat and i'm like why they're still animals they had to live on the boat what did the people eat they had to have eaten they were living on that boat how what did they do And they were like, and they were just, they basically told me, stop asking questions. (laughs) Literally. No, I went to a non-denominational church and I mean, granted, I was an adult at the time. I was going to like the, the Bible studies 101. Right. And while I was in there, and granted, this is just an individual person, not representative of the entirety of the religion, denomination or church. Mm -hmm. But, um, as we were going through, we were talking about Adam and Eve was like, you know, I've, I've thought a lot about this. Like, what if God came down in the best way he could describe to the first two humans that develop self-consciousness and like develop self-awareness and God came down and said, Hey, you two were my first children. You're the first two humans, the first biological humans. Um, how do you describe to them where they came from? He's like, you know, you came from like a speck of dust. It was a small 
single-celled organism. Well, they don't know what single-celled organism is. They said dust. And I was trying to scientifically validate Christianity to me. Right. And that's, this um, and this guy said, yeah, no, 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 God, that's not how it happened. I was like, but that – I mean they didn't just pop out of nowhere. He's like, yeah, they did. I was like, <laughs> no, they, they – they clearly didn't, and if God's trying to tell them this, then he would try to explain it in the most loving, caring way he could to them. He's like, no, that's blasphemous to even question. I was like, I don't think I'm coming back. <laughs> I mean, I kind of rolled along with it because it was like the social thing I needed to do was I had to be a Catholic. So mm. I was like, all right, I'll roll with it. But And so I was a believer. Okay. But eventually it just turned into why. So it's like spinach and butt sex? Something like that, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I think we have Richard Dawkins and then um, oh Neil God. deGrasse Tyson. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so for, so I, point, I pointed to J.D. So as Richard see. Dawkins. So, so visuals on the radio. Um, uh, J.D. is Richard Dawkins. I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, who would you be? Who's like moderately Christian but not against science? I, I don't know. Well, he'd be an apologist, I guess, is the best. <laughs> No, he's not apologizing. Not Ken Ham, you motherfucker. <laughs> he's not an apology. I was going to say, no. Ken Ham, you got the arc experience. Um, <laughs> Bill Nye did say in the Ken Ham and Bill Nye debate that religion and science don't contradict each other. I'm, I agree with Bill Nye. Yeah. I mean, you could. I mean, you can obviously make parallel well, – not parallels. Um, I don't think he's saying that. If you don't take the Bible literally – Yes, there's obviously where you can say, oh, That's this could have been Bill a metaphor was to saying. this. He's not saying that science will validate all the Christian beliefs of young Earth anti-evolution. Right, no, of course yeah. not. You can rec- I think young Earth creationism is fucking yeah. stupid. You, you can reconcile yeah. the two. You can make them work together. I had, That's how I did it. That's how I believed is I reconciled the two and said, look, I don't think the Bible's literal. Why wouldn't God work through evolution if he's real? And my morals, even to this day, as an agnostic leaning more towards atheism, um, my morals still central or, or still center around uh, Judeo-Christian moral mm-hmm. beliefs. Right. I mean, I I don't think homosexuality is wrong, nor do I think women should be subservient to men. And I still eat shellfish and pork. I don't really give a shit. Right. But um, you know. The, yeah, I'm such a heretic. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> but the Ten Commandments. I mean, that's just basic civility, right there. Right. Don't. Somewhat. My my morals come down to don't take things from other people that don't belong to you and they're not willing to give you, which includes life, property, emotions. Like, don't take anything away. Don't take someone's happiness. Don't take someone's life. Don't take someone's virginity. If they say no, then it's no. And if they say yes, then hey, it's free game. And if you <laughs> give yourself up to a cannibal, I think that's your own choice. <laughs> Libertarian <laughs> Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. <laughs> I I don't I I don't know that I fully I don't think that I would say that my morals are based on Judeo Christian values. I question okay. everything. I got to this point. I guess uh, like Nietzsche said. So when, do you think you should be able to covet your neighbor's wife? Uh, if you want to. Well, I mean, I think oh. you can totally lust for anybody you want as long as you don't act on it. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously, don't go like forcing your dick up in there, <laughs> like, like a gator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we come full circle. I don't. I don't think we should have. Uh, you shouldn't. There shouldn't, we have, there we shouldn't have, be thought police. Do you, we have time for Westworld? I, I, I don't think we do. 
Look, at, we're we're almost at like we're over two hours at this point. All right, so uh, John Bates, if you've listened this far, <laughs> we will talk about Westworld when all four of us are around this table. Yeah, yeah. So, so listeners, if you if you want if you want to hear Westworld talk, um, demand on our Facebook page that John Bates joins in on this podcast. There you go. There you go. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll... or women listeners, please uh, call in and give JD advice with his lady friend situation. There you go. Six oh three. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I just want to say, like, I don't think they can't because I can't reveal. They can give the you details. enough advice with the information that Look, you've given. Look, I've gotten, uh, yeah, okay. 603-267-0521. 603-267-0521. You can call or text, and uh, you don't have to give any kind of identifying information. You don't have to, you can you can stay anonymous. And and Josh is very anti-doxing, so we won't even try to find Damn out Damn skippy I am. If you want to send us nudes, that's fine. Yeah. After I've been doxed, after you get doxed for the fourth or fifth time, you, you, you become pretty anti-doxing. Once the sixth time happens, you're just fucking done with it. <laughs> <laughs> Should I just give them your mailing address, too? <laughs> they can find it if they look hard enough. <laughs> That's, uh, I think that's we're gonna wrap the show with that. Yeah. Uh, next week, we'll, we will we'll have another trump card next week because we're gonna talk about the inauguration. Oh yeah, we didn't even get to that. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the inauguration oh, and how oh, much. Oh, oh yeah, that's shit. right. What's the date? What's the date? January twentieth. Yeah, well, we're that, like two weeks away from the actual seconds. inauguration. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't fucking remind me. Three well, three we'll, weeks. We'll talk next week, and and we're 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 a hot. We'll, it, it's a, I'm a little it's a upset. I don't mess. live in the DMV area anymore because I would totally want to go to the. It's Trump a hot fucking mess. Since <laughs> none of them A-list celebrities are going to be there, and it's open to the the common folk, I would love to go. <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll talk about that next week, and uh, among other things, maybe he'll have like an Andrew Johnson thing, and just invite people onto the White House lawn for drinks, and hopefully, hopefully Westworld next week. Hopefully, yeah, we we really yeah we gotta get it. We gotta find the time. There's gonna be this sweet spot that we've gone too long, and it's like it's no longer relevant. Wait till season two. <laughs> and now season West two will always be relevant. Um, so uh, well, that is this week's Untitled Nonsense. You guys want to say goodbye? Later. All right. So peace out. You can find us online: Facebook.com/slash Untitled Nonsense, Twitter.com/slash UN underscore Podcast. We are part of the Ace Podcast Network, where you can hear wonderful shows such as Irrational Fears, a literature and horror podcast, and Death Save, a pop culture comedy show, probably something like ours. I'm not sure. I have to listen to it still. Um, Copyright infringement. (laughs) Not nearly as scientific as ours. Yeah. Do they have an NPR specialist on their team? I swear, so my life goal needs to be now, like, I have to be some way a contributor to an NBR article at some point. <laughs> I have to. This is my mission. And then we will talk about said article while making fun of you while Josh and I are still doing Untitled Nonsense. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but on, on a national broadcasting level. <laughs> he absolutely. made it, people. He made it. He's on NBR. I'm over there happy dancing. <laughs> 
DJD's Happy Dance, by the way, that is that is fantastic. He wrote he wrote a uh, an opinion piece on on child development, yet still brought up uncircumcised penises for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> It was a segue at work. Don't worry about it. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening.